Our next guest needs no introductions. None at all. Thank you so much for being on the show. You have the cure for COVID-19 is what you're saying to the world right now? No. I do. I do. It's going to cost $1 million. <laughs> Why make millions when we can make billions? $1 billion. $100 billion. <laughs> It's 1969. We don't have that kind of money, right? We have no money now. We we are we are moneyless. We're penniless. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, it's scary out there. What you're on the front lines. What what could you tell us? Uh, like what is your experience in this so far? So so I work at the jail, um, which is just a, a freak show on its best day. You know, everybody's packed to the gills in there, like sardines in a can, obviously, because that's how it goes. So I am just, there's not much going on. There's like one case right now. Um, but that one case can just snowball so quickly. You know, it's like a, and it could yeah. be an avalanche effect. And there's all this like drama with like hoarding the masks and which is everywhere. It's not, it's not solely there. Um so that's been crazy. And then everybody's so scared. I mean, people are like crying and crying because they're locked in. Like, I get it. Like, I'm yeah. scared when I'm locked in there on a good day. Like, so that's been crazy. And then at the hospital, we have active cases. So I work in the uh, ER observation unit. And we basically were told on a conference call that that whole unit was closed, like locked caution tape everything don't go in there <laughs> just seemed really? a little dramatic like who's gonna go in there if there's no patients but then they said like you know we would be up on the on the fourth floor step down with with the covid patients so Shit. it's been uh yeah and i was super scared i was like crying and like like the one shift i got canceled and i was like thanking my lucky stars like oh i'm buying time here and now i'm just like you know what i'm around it i've been exposed god knows how many times till tuesday so uh, whatever I'm but just you're going strong you don't yeah yeah I'm trying to I'm trying to like because I've always been like a fearless nut job like I just run into like the flames while everyone else is running out so not I mean that's hey, a lie really, I'm not a firefighter not... but, <laughs> yeah, but <you're laughs> like, tough. yeah so like now like that's what really threw me for a loop that I was like scared of this thing but I think now it's like because there are like there's nurses dying and young people dying with like no other problems so I'm like all right, I'm oh, yeah. clearly immunocompromised. I sleep maybe like two hours a night if I'm lucky. <laughs> um, I work good three night. jobs. Like, yeah, so I'm like, I'm I'm run down. Like, am I going to get this thing and be like knocked out? Like, I have some sort of like nodule in my lung that I was seen on an x-ray several years ago. And I was like, well, it's not bothering me. So really? didn't do what shit about that? it. I don't know. My mom has one too. You know, what is it, like, <laughs> a, like a lump? It's like, it's like a, um not a fibroid i'm just making that term up um it's like a not a mass <laughs> damn it i'm just like pulling scientific terms out of my ass it's like a little like nodule like a little like like thingamajig you know like a little guy just like, like a hazy ipa yeah basically like a hazy hazy american beauty ripple ipa that's what i'm drinking right now i love the um, hazy ipa well you knew did i ever tell you when i had fake tuberculosis <laughs> what this is one for the the what, the, the ages. Yes, I had a freaking. It was right when I went into nursing school years back, and they gave me a PPD, like the little shot in your skin, like underneath yeah. the surface. And well, I had an allergic reaction. Shit. Yeah, exactly. And and I had an allergic reaction to the solution, which I'm I'm allergic to like nickel, like jewelry, like I'm allergic to bee stings. I'm allergic to a lot of weird shit. So 
they like treated me like a like a like they immediately like masked up and like put me like in isolation in the doctor's office oh. and i'm like I, I don't think it's that like i i haven't been to a foreign country like i i don't have any night sweats I, i'm not symptomatic like I, I don't think it's that and they were yeah. like no you have to like get started on this like isoniazid it's like a real heavy antibiotic what? so they made me start this med it was like an overzealous like nurse practitioner and and i wasn't a nurse oh. yet i was still only in school so i'm like oh i trust these people like i know what's good you know they know what's up and i started taking this freaking antibiotic that i didn't need and it like destroyed my liver like my liver oh, enzymes were through gosh. the roof like i had freaking you know been drinking a case a day for 80 years um it was almost like i wow. not cirrhosis like luckily i wasn't in like liver failure but so this has been going on now for like four years and i'd have to keep going back and getting like liver ultrasounds and making sure i was okay and i'm like this is bullshit like if my liver's gonna suck like i should at least get to be yeah. like i never drink really this is bullshit so that was all going on so Around that time, they were doing chest x-rays to make sure I really didn't have tuberculosis, which I didn't. I did not have tuberculosis. Like, why would I? You know what I mean? Like, just use some critical yeah. thinking. And they saw some little, it's not even a nodule. I'm like, it's like the words escaping me right now. Um, this little, like, thing on my, on the bottom part of my lungs. And like my mom has one, or something. Yeah, like, something, like, weird like that. Like, a. Ah, damn it. I, I, oh, it's like a granuloma. That's what it's called. Like a little, like a little granuloma. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Gra yeah. The gra you know, you know the old granuloma just acting up again in my that lower left it. lung. But yeah, so they shared that and they were like, oh, you got to keep an eye on this. Like, blah, blah, blah. You know, me keeping an eye on it was literally like walking out and never thinking about it again. So the other day when I was, you know, casually skipping through the halls of the prison with no mask, I'm like, damn it. Like maybe something's actually wrong with my lungs. And I shouldn't be, yeah. not that I'm like, I'm basically, I'm not allowed to wear a mask anyway. So at this point, I'm just like accepting it. We're not allowed to, unless we're like, how come? Cause they, I think the big fear is that we're going to run, that they think we're going to run out and they don't want like hysteria with the inmates. They don't want them like, oh my God, something's wrong. The nurse is wearing a mask, blah, blah. These fools watch the TV more than you or I. That's all they do all day. They know yeah. what the hell's going on. They're not stupid. The one told me, right. <laughs> this old ass pagan, <laughs> he's like 60 years old, 70 years old, which in jail years is like a hundred. He's like, yeah. there's Kate, you work at that damn Einstein. He goes, I want you wearing a mask. You're going to get me sick. Like, it's not even about us. And I'm like, it. You know what? Like Mr. Oldhead Motorcycle Man, like you're right. Like he's actually right. Like scientifically, I could be infecting them. So it's just this yeah, big they, they debacle. The they get it. Yeah, like they're not stupid. You can't like hot. They're in a panic because we're like, what's what coronavirus? Like all of a sudden we'll start taking a bunch of temperatures and we're supposed to be like, oh, we're just doing this as like normal protocol. And they're like, the fuck you are. Like something's going on. Like someone's sick. Like it's just so like. That's and I get it. Like, I would not, I don't envy like the, the position of people like making these decisions. Cause it's like, what do you do? Do you try to like be super transparent and then everybody gets scared? Do you try to keep some right. things close to the vest? Do you try to like show your hand? Like, what do you do? So I, I get it. I'm not like, I'm definitely not like, like disparaging what they're doing, but it's right. a weird, weird time. Like It is weird. And there's no playbook on it. It's not like, yes. I mean, you can reference like SARS and stuff like that, which is nowhere near what this is. And you, people reference the Spanish flu, which there weren't, nobody was alive and it's a different, the world has changed. It's not like, 
oh yeah, well when this when the coronavirus hit in 2009, this is how we handled it. There's no playbook. It's all new. They don't know much about the virus. Like they have to take every precaution because they just don't know. Exactly, and it's Crazy. so like when you think of like you know. Like those masks we get, which we usually don't use that often unless somebody has tuberculosis, like the N95 respirator mask that everybody's talking about. We don't, you know, I've seen a couple active cases of TB. I haven't been a nurse all that long, but not many yeah. cases, you know, even in the few years that I've been a nurse. So you don't use them. There's boxes and boxes of them around. So now it's like, okay, you're supposed to like every time you come out of a room, take it off. You pop one on, go in, you know, give the guys food, walk out whatever pop it now they're making us like save them in brown paper bags and really for like a week at a time which like the science is as soon as you pull that like break the seal a little bit which you can't breathe in the damn thing so you're you're constantly adjusting them and trying to get air and they're, yeah. they're basically could be worthless based on the science but it's like that's better than nothing like like i was wearing goggles right, the other day know. and like, like actually one of the, one of the corrections officers gave me a pair of goggles cause they have them, but we don't. And I was so grateful to her. I almost like gave her a hug, but you can't really <laughs> touch anyone. It's hard for me as a freaking touchy Italian. Um, either yeah, way, yeah. But I was like, Oh my God, thank you. Like you're looking out for me, but the damn goggles are so foggy. You can't see what you're doing. Like, Oh, really? Like a real freak show. What are they, yeah. How big are the goggles? Are we talking like swim goggles or are they like the science lab <laughs> goggles? Are they black? Like, no, they're clear. They're like little, like, like little, like, you know, like not post Malone, like, you know, like kind of like these goofy goggle looking glasses are trendy now, like with celebrities and like sports players and stuff. They like wear the little, like, they look like little, like clear glasses, like, like clear spectacles, if you will. They but like they, they're plastic. Yes. Yeah. And they, they like kind of seal your face, but they're, oh, they're cool. They like, yeah. Those are cool. Yeah, like they're not like bad. Those like on a regular day. Yes, well, exactly. Decimating uh, the world, right? <laughs> when you talk about the, the prisons, I read like New York Rikers, like Harvey Weinstein got the coronavirus, and they're really California's releasing all these inmates, or they already have yes. because they don't want it to spread. That's got to be scary to prison because it's not like you can just close the door. I mean, you can in like certain cells, but everybody, it's like a you're in one spot. Well, yes. spread, it could spread like wildfire. It's not like, well, I'll just go home and shut the door. Like you're, right. you're in there. That's... Right. With thousands of people. Like, and that's what's so scary about like community spread. Like, and, and we could, we go home every day. I hit the grocery store a couple times a week. You know, I don't really, I really don't yeah, go anywhere to. else, but I could be bringing it to them. Like, and they're right. Like, and you're right. It's not even like you can just even open a window for fresh air. You know what I mean? Like it's, we came out yesterday, I guess one of the days was really nice. It was either yesterday or Thursday. And I was walking out with my one friend who's a lieutenant. And I, I was like rubbing my eyes like a mole. Like I was like, oh my God, the sun. And he's like, I know it is so bright. Like we, we were like kind of stumbling around. Like we literally come up from like this underground crevice. Like Right. And we're into the sunlight. You, you know, that's oh. great for infection control. Dark, dank, dirty, yeah, yeah, moldy. Yeah, yeah. Like safe. infections, you know, that they're just, they love that. Like it's going to breathe like crazy. But we are keeping it really clean. I, I will say it's been clean. Like you just smell bleach everywhere. Because oh, just constantly disinfecting areas. Constantly disinfecting, yeah. So that's good. Um, but my boss keeps saying, oh, this is like the safest place you can be. And I'm like, I would stop throwing that like tagline out. 
in a prison like for many reasons not really safe place like yeah infection. when i hear safest place to be a prison's not like well a prison's a good good start right let's all go there right every time every time i hear them say that i'm just like scanning the room looking at my friends like and just making a face because i'm like really like come on like well, why, why would you ever say that like i don't know it's not reassuring because it it's so yeah. stupid yeah the prison is safe <laughs> Yeah, go go sit in the electric chair. It was just sterilized. <laughs> you fired up. It's great. Right. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this as a medical professional. They talk about like all these places like Disney, Universal, they close they close the parks through like March twenty eighth. And then obviously that deadline wasn't realistic. So this weekend they released like we're gonna close them through April eighteenth, a lot of places. Do they only pick these deadlines from like a legal standpoint like well at least till then or did, does somebody there think it's going to be cleared up by then like i'm just curious why a lot of these places and companies are giving dates of when they'll reopen do they think it'll be over in a month or is... i think i think they're being optimistic with this curve flattening science because okay. i guess theoretically if this curve starts to flatten you know a lot can happen in three weeks a lot has happened in three weeks so I think if this curve starts to flatten, which I can't find any damn data. I can't tell you, Clark, how many times I Google in a day. Is the curve flattening yet? Like, oh, yeah, right. It's flattening, like, because they keep saying that, like, that jargon was so, like, in our faces. But we have no, like, now it's been, for, for us, like, we went on, you know, the schools closed on the 12th. So this is oh, now, wow. what, fucking 16 days? Yeah. Is it flattening? Is it not? Is it is it getting bigger? Who knows? Now there's no like info. So I think if the curve starts to flatten, at some point we have to go back to our lives, right? Like the yeah. economy, I mean, we're going to be a third world country. Like at some point we have to reopen business. We have to go back to work. I don't think the kids will go back to school. I think that's just going to be yeah, like the school year is going to be done to my dismay, <laughs> to Chris's dismay. But um. As far How as business, work? do the kids go back to the <sighs> new grade next year? Like nobody's talked about that that I've heard. Is it like, oh hey, God. the school year's done? I feel like they should just go to the next grade. There should be like, it's three they months. Have to. It's three months that they're gonna lose. That sucks, but like, yeah, they've got to just like that up somehow, like like filter it in over the next year. Because yeah, like it's it's crazy. Like our son's only in kindergarten, so I'm not like worried he's gonna get like stunted ac academically or anything, but. Basically, like we haven't had any work for him to do except like what I've been, like been making. I've been making like this curriculum each night for him, which sure. is literally ripping out pages of a workbook that has like or like writing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like color this, like do this math problem now, like you know. And that's like what he's been getting. It's more to like Chris is trying to work, and this kid is running around screaming questions and throwing stuffed animals at Chris's head and like that kind of shit. Like it's like impossible with this kid here. Like, so I don't think, That's like, hilarious. I think it'll be okay for him because he's so little, but like, you're right. Like, what about like a senior in high school? Like now what? Like kind of yeah. needed to graduate. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works. And I feel like, and I'm not a socialist by any means, but I feel like we need to get very socialist when this cleans up. Just in oh, the sense sure. of like, like California is not, uh, they're letting people not pay rent, not get evicted this month because, you know, the industry has stopped with the service industry. So if you're a waiter or if you're a server, I mean, oh, or yeah, you're, screwed. you're not getting paid. So if you can't make your rent, they made it illegal to kick you out. But the stipulation is 
once things pick up, these landlords are going to want their money back pay. So you can't tell a guy that's making, I'm just making this up, $4,000 a month that pays 2000 in rent that's not getting any money, that in three months he has to pay $8,000 up front for rent. People will go homeless. There's already a homeless problem. So I think, I don't know how this this could work, but socially they need to write this debt off. Yes, landlords will bitch and complain, like I'm not making a living, but that's a little bit better than putting like, you know, 10 million people in the streets because it's not like they're going to get paid for this lost time. Totally, totally. Especially in the restaurant world, like a meal, yeah. like like a snow day, that's lost forever. You're never making that up. That that revenue that you'd oh. get from that lunch service, that dinner service, you're, it's done. It's a it's a it's a footnote in time at that point. And yeah, these people are never going to be able to like if they're not getting an income. What are they saving? They live paycheck to paycheck. How could they possibly give thousands of dollars in back pay? You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's it crazy. Makes sense. I have friends that are in the service industry that that's their that's their only source of income, and they have kids, and they're worried Aww. as hell. Like, what's going to happen with this? cleans up and i just think it's very i don't know why i'm talking about this but i feel like you could relate yeah it's just un-American sure. to, to be like well fuck you you're on the street there's already a huge homeless problem everywhere but there's a, especially a big one in california i'm just scared hope, about this you know i, I hope this that thing. oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 that was i was it, just yeah. like i was just like speculating out loud i hope these businesses that are staying open for takeout like there's quite a bit around here and you know your former 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 metropolis that that we live in here that are yeah. staying open for takeout and they're selling beer and they're selling it's like the freaking wild west out here like yeah. these places are Same selling here. liquor and stuff that they're not supposed to be i hope they're at least like like putting something in a bucket for like all the people that aren't there like their servers they're you know what i mean they're front of house staff just that too. aren't getting shit like because it's not right that they're still, I mean, not that it's not right. I mean, they're, they're business owners. They can do what they want. But if they, like a lot of like, like we got takeout last night and it took like two hours to get here. It was wrong. Oh, I really? called the restaurant. Yeah. And it, like, it's never like that. It was just new station in Lansdale. Like, you know, we just got like freaking pizza or whatever. But um, I called and they were like frazzled. Like they were freaking out. And it was like nine o'clock at night. So it wasn't even like the rush. And like, cause they were so busy. So I'm like, you know what? I hope they're at least saving some of these profits for all the waitresses that aren't there doing like the dining room service. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause they're making more probably than they normally would have. It's funny. You talk about the beer. They, they, the governor of California just made it legal for bars and restaurants to serve beer. Cause like you said, they're all doing the takeout and delivery now. So you could call like a bar up the street and be like, yo, I need like, uh, you know, some, a cheeseburger and fries and get me like a six pack with that. But I'm wondering how it works. If like, you're like, yo, let me get like a Bahama Baba. Let me get a shot of Jabe. <laughs> like, I wonder if they two Long Islands, please. Like, like, how would you, how would you transport that? Like, let me get a couple bottles of Jabe. Cause I'm sure restaurants would oblige if they're like, yeah, it'll be 10 bucks, but we'll get it to you. And it's like, yeah, bring it. Cause they're just trying to like stay alive right now. Yes. That's exactly my friend. The other day we were bullshitting on FaceTime and she's like, yeah, I just like got a couple bottles delivered to the house. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa. Like, cause you know, you've been in the restaurant biz. Like that is so illegal, especially in Pennsylvania, okay. the ass backwards, like Amish Quaker state. I'm like, what do you mean you had bottles? yeah, like bottles of liquor just dropped off to your door. She's like, oh, like the distillery down the road's doing it. I'm like, they are not allowed to be doing that. She's like, do you think they give a fuck? I'm like, yeah, true. So Chris, 
Chris like prison. hops on the line. Yeah, and he's like, now what's this now? You're getting bottles of liquor delivered to the house, which I'm like, no, don't even start to think about it. Yeah, so it's a he good idea. like he placed an order today. They have like a whole online menu, like, oh, bourbon, 20 bucks, like, you know, citrus vodka, 20 bucks, whatever. So he like Great. made a little shopping cart of of bottles of liquor. <laughs> And he said he's like he had like five in there. Like as my son got more and more annoyed, he just kept putting more in the yeah, yeah, <laughs> in the shopping the basket. <laughs> but then he took a fire. couple out. Yeah, like he's like, oh, this fucking kid. All right, I'll add this vodka. I'll add. But then he went today. He's like, yeah, I'm headed into like the distillery to pick up my order. And I'm like, okay, like let me know how that goes. So he calls me and he's like, yeah, I'm sitting in a line of like sixteen cars. That's great. He goes. The guy in front of me handed an empty, like, Deer Park water bottle out of the window to the worker that was, like, in a mask and gloves and said, fill this with vodka. And they did. And he gave That's them, amazing. like, 10 bucks. It was, like, a 16-ounce, like, one that you take to the gym. And they just went and, like, filled it with vodka and, like, charged him 10 bucks or something. And he was, like, la, 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 and, like, drove away. Blah, blah, blah. Down the hatch. I love scotch. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. Here <laughs> See, in, in, like, a normal world, that's totally illegal and everything. But I feel like with everything going on, like, just let it go. Unless you're, like, shooting right. people or spreading a virus knowingly, like, it's fine. People – and I think it's smart for, like, from a government standpoint. Like, don't take away people's booze. They're already freaking out and getting stir right. crazy inside. Like, uh – just let us have keep, something. <laughs> let them have something. So yeah, I know they're doing that out here in California. You could get like anything delivered at this point. Like you want. That's so great. Because just and I hope I hope it does help the the restaurants and stuff. Because people do need to get paid. And yes, I feel like in a few weeks it'll be at a tipping point where if this keeps going on, it's going to be like irreparable. Like it, the damage is already done. There's no question about that. But if it if it goes back to normal, let's just say by the end of April or things start to open up. The recovery should be pretty minimal, where if this goes on for months and months, like, people aren't going to be able to pay back money that they're getting. Like, the government's going to sure. really step in and basically, like, subsidize everything, which would, like, bankrupt the country. Because, exactly. Like, what do you feel, just to, like, if you were to guess, what's, like, a good timeline for the curve to flatten or... You think like I feel like I feel like April's gonna be a bad month. It's gonna it's gonna really hit a peak, I think, sooner than later. Um really? I feel like next I have like this scary not like scary, like because I told my boss today at Einstein, I was like, Well, well, let me back up. The the owner of Manhattan Bagels in Lansdale is like giving food to every hospital, which is just so cool. These like little like that is cool. business owners, like I mean so like he fed Doylestown all last week. He's feeding like Lansdale Hospital this week and Einstein this week. Like so I That's messaged awesome. my boss to like get that coordinated and she was all excited and I was like, if any any time you need me, night shift, day shift, whatever, above my normal hours, please let me know. Like I am here because I'll I mean, if things are chill at the prison, I'll take off there to go work at Einstein if they're if they're crashing and need help, like I will like that, that's the hospital. That's, that's where we're awesome. going to get the most patients. Yeah. So, and I had like, I, I'm like on the state emergency response team, like, you know, for swabbing, like, cause I was like, my, my oh, aunt's like on the board of health. Wow. So I'm like, you know, maybe I could like go do testing, whatever I need to do. So yeah, I think next weekend I'm scheduled to work at Einstein on Saturday. I have a feeling, I feel like this week there's going to be an explosion in really? our area. 
I think, and I and I'm just you know I'm a couple uh, American Beauty Hazy Ripple IPAs in. Hazy IPAs. <laughs> They're seven seven percent. So this might just be me like speculating nice. and being paranoid, but I feel like now is like where the rubber meets the road. Like every day, there's like really? 500 new cases. Like. I think now is when we're going to see that like overwhelming of the hospitals, which is happening now in New York, like and probably Crazy where you're there. at too, right? Like, isn't isn't San Francisco really bad? Which I know you're not in San Fran, but California is bad overall, right? Yeah, LA's it's not nowhere near New York, but LA's bad. They just brought in one of the Navy uh, hospital ships here. I think the Mercy, which yes, has an additional I saw that. thousand beds to facilitate non. COVID-19 cases, because they're not equipped to deal with COVID-19, but if you're like in a car accident or yes. car attack or something, they can take some of that on because they're anticipating a flood. Um, LA is a little bit better than New York, or it's a lot better than New York in the sense that New York's very open. You could walk down the street and there's a million people. LA, not so much. Everybody's oh, in their car. It's not a very social city in the sense where there's like throngs of people. There are like oh, Hollywood, like tourists, but but really, New York, I'm not surprised it, it happened that quickly because everywhere, it's just people walking subway. There's no subway in L.A. There's no, like, public transportation. There's buses. So sure. it's still bad, but um, for the most part, people are doing what they're supposed to be doing. People are staying I was going to ask you, like, are there a bunch of – there can't be possibly, right, like a bunch of tourists now in Hollywood. Like, are they roaming the streets? Are they getting yelled at? Like, what's happening? I saw – I was watching some, like, you know what they do is like webcam live, live cams of like different parts of the world. Yes. I was like clicking on some website and they showed like Hollywood Boulevard and there was literally two tourists like putting their hands on like the Walk of Fame. Oh, so good! Like, Thank God. Yeah. So there wasn't like real. There was nobody out there, which was great. Good. Good. Because um, that's what infuriates me. Like I'm like my uh, life is literally worse. like wake up in like a pool of sweat because I've anxious night sweats because I'm gonna die because I'm a nurse. Go to freaking jail or the hospital and work where i'm you know also sweaty and scared all day with no protective yeah. equipment come home maybe maybe stop at weiss like and get you know a few bare necessities while also avoiding everyone come home Couple try beers. to exercise like in some weird way take my kid to feed these geese down the street because that's all we can Aww. do and then it's like come and then and then sleep to do it all again and like also, like, grade all my child's work, like, for his kindergarten class that I'm running, and then oh, go to sleep, God. and then, like, I see, like, you know, all these people, like, spring break, woo, and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Like, if we have to do right. this, at least do it right. Like, right. arrest those hero. motherfuckers. Like, you're a hero for doing that, by the way. I thank you. Need that. But you're totally right. I think everybody's a that. hero right now, honestly, because everybody's pitching. Everyone that's doing the right shit, like not these idiots I just referenced, but like that guy that runs the Manhattan Bagels, like the people that are just awesome. even staying inside and doing what they're supposed to do. Everybody's a hero in this together because then we're helping, you know, who knows how many people you're helping just by staying inside. You can't even count because this is so insidious oh, yeah, and you have to. so new. And so everybody can be a hero and is being a hero. Thank God. And that's what I think is going to help. But it's like if these other idiots are out, like I want them like, immediately arrested and like they flogged. <laughs> like look, I want them burned at the stake. Like get your ass in the house. Like you should be able to paintball them openly and not go to jail <laughs> from a car. Because like yes. the, look, the word's out. If it was like the first week, and you know, okay, maybe you don't read the news or have Facebook and you're out, whatever. But now, like if you're outside, you should be publicly flogged. Yes. And like shame, like start posting Hard your and, and Right. Like we need to go back to that. Like, uh, 
Because there's still idiots that are like, well, uh, it's only killed this many people. It's like, but we don't even know about this thing. It's It's been happening for a month. What is going to happen in six months if you do this? It could right? kill like six million. Just stop like, What it. if it starts mutating? Like, there's so many freaking unknowns. Like, and it's so, so crazy because I went out, like, like, February 28th sticks out in my mind. It was a Saturday. Or maybe it was the 29th. But either way, the last weekend of February, I never go out. I went out with my sister and my best friend. And we just went to Tex-Mex. I don't know if you're familiar. It's like a North yeah, Wales. Yeah. A North Wales casual. I've, I've been there before. It's a cool yeah, place. Yeah, it's like a casual like Mexican restaurant. It's fun. Yeah. We're sitting there having some having some Ritos like at the bar, like when life was normal. And I remember my friend who who she's like she's like a compliance officer. She has like a legal background. She's like, yeah, like what's what's your hospital like doing in response to like COVID nineteen? And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> like literally, I'm like, I mean, I knew I, I like, yeah, but I'm like, oh, like nothing. Like, what do you mean? Like, there was no cases yet in the United, States, or maybe there was like one in Seattle or something. Like, it was right. really early on, and she's like you know, I love you, but you are a nurse. Like you better start figuring this shit out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah like I will. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm, I'm like drinking Rita's eating freaking chips. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry about this. Co- yeah. Let's go watch Outbreak. Right. Like let's, let's have a great time. Let's go play some tunes on the jukebox and shoot pool. And she's like, no, like this is going to be like a big thing. Like, and my sister who's a mortgage professional is like, yeah, all right. The sporting conversation, <laughs> like, let's keep it moving. And like, sure as shit like since we went out that night like she she's like a smart girl that i'm that my best friend and she's like you know teaching me and my sister about the coronavirus me and my sister fucking you know snooky and jay wow we're just let's drink and have fun we didn't want to hear shit about it (laughs) and then like the next day it was like two people dead in washington state like the next three days like montgomery county like sees cases and i'm like jesus christ like yeah. maybe i should have been a little skip but you know it all happened so fast like what it popped you know up like, a, like a bad case of herbs yep the, the all rota. of a sudden there was some there was some sores see i was like you uh early on i heard but jed was like oh this even in late december like this corona is gonna get bad i was like no it's not i was <laughs> like, like it's shut a joke. up and then and then even when it, you start hearing cases in seattle i'm like it's fine and then what I'll tell it's you what an the, old person. Yeah, I was like, we're fine. We're just a bunch of kids. Like it's yeah. good. shot. But what what I, however weird this sounds, the 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 moment that it, it really sunk in for me was when they canceled baseball and basketball that week. Yes. I was like, there's so Oh my god, much wasn't that the there. worst week? I got like a yeah. chill. Yeah, oh my god. that and then Disney was talking about closing, I'm like, okay, it's real because there's so much money involved there. They're not just gonna in a whim cancel the entire season. Right. Unless they're worried. So I was like, oh, shit, this is bad. I remember like that one Wednesday, like the Sixers, I think they were playing the Clipper. No, it wasn't. No, it was the Pacers. It was the last Sixers game. And like it came out that that like douchebag one player like on Utah that was touching everything like he had it. And then it was like the Sixers had a great victory that night. And I was like, "Eh, and then the next day it was like NBA canceled like. Sweet 16, no fans, now nothing, like, you know, the tournament, like, and I was just like, you're absolutely right. That was the moment that I was like, wow. All right. Shit just got real, real fast. Like, this isn't just some couple random cases. Like, this is like, wow, the NBA is canceled. Like, what's happening now? Like, that's scary. You're right. This is unprecedented. Because those, a lot of those sports, at least to me and to a lot of people, are always like the backdrop 
of like keeping the country going. Like, remember after 9 11, they canceled yes. sports games? And then when they started coming back on, they did it respectfully and they did like national anthems and extra. I mean, they always do national anthems, but they did like extra stuff. And you're like, this is helping America like propel. We're getting back to normal. Like, we're watching sports. It's America's pastime. But when you don't have those, you're like, what the fuck is going on, dude? We can't even have the Phillies. Totally. I totally agree with that. Like, remember when we killed bin Laden and everyone was like at the Phillies game? It was like a Sunday night baseball game. It was May 1st. Like, I don't even know what year was it, like 2009 or something. Something like that. Yeah. It was like crazy. And like everybody was like hugging in the stands. Like, like you're right. Sports are such a unifying factor. Like if we don't have that, like, and I, I'm just a huge sports fan. So I feel like I'm kind of selfish because I'm like, God damn it. The Sixers aren't on. And everyone's like, God damn right. it. 60 people just died in New York, like at one time. And I'm like, meh. Like, where's right. Ben no. Simmons? Like, JoJo's probably being lazier than ever. Like, you know, like, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. so it seems so petty and like silly. Like, but no, really, but you're it's... right. Like, that's like our pastime. Like, that's like what America's about. If we don't have that, like, like what is happening right now? It's, it's very scary. It's crazy. And I just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, basketball is still holding out of, Maybe they could redo the season at the end of June and then like just jump right to the playoffs. But I don't know how that works in a timeline. Um, I know. I, I just feel like once this does pass, though, we're all going to appreciate these games like so much more. Oh, my like, God. I'm not even a Dodgers fan. I go to the games because it's baseball and it's fun. But I will like go to more Dodgers games and like really appreciate being there with the, the screaming gang members. Yes. Uh, I'd just be like, this is great. Like, I miss the you tattooing guys. in the stands. Like, I mean, it's yeah. just the prison riots when they're actually not even in prison. It's perfect. Like, it's perfect. that's what America's all about. Like, right. It's all about getting stabbed in the head by a Mexican. But then the you're Japanese okay. woman walking by in a business suit that only stays till the third inning and she's on TV inexplicably a hundred times. Did you ever notice that when you watch a Dodgers game on TV? What is it, like all those Asian business people in like suits? And then they're all gone, like, you know, two pitches yeah. into the game. It's like, what is your fan base? Like, What, what is this there is world? None. There is not. <laughs> the only the only true Dodgers fans in my experiences experience are the ones that, like, you wouldn't want hanging out at your barbecue. They're like gang yes. members. But yes. the other ones are all on their cell phone and they leave after the third inning. Yes. That's what I found. Like, there's one guy in this in, in town who's a Samoan that I'm, I'm like, well... I didn't, I, I don't know if I ever told you how I got like literally beaten to a pulp by a gang of Samoans in 2011 at a half oh bar. But yes, yes, that happened. Um, yes. I'll have to tell you the story. It's so, it's actually so funny now that we're like nine years removed, but one of the cousins of the Samoan gang members that beat me to, to a pulp was actually one of my really good friends and like a crazy twist of fate. He was what? like a legit Dodgers fan. Cause he was like from LA but then again, he was like a Samoan living in Hatfield. Like, why? Yeah, like, you know weird. what I mean? He was very strange. He's in and out of jail. Like, yeah. Like, but he was like, he could tell you stats about like fucking Tommy Lasorda back in God knows when. Like, he was, you know, he knew everything about like, you know, Manny, Manny, what was his name? Oh, I hated him. Manny, Manny Ramirez. Ramirez. Yes. Like, yeah, the he fake was really player. good. He was such a dick. Yeah, he would, like, go to the showers in the seventh inning. Like, that guy, he knew, like, every pitching stat. Like, so he was the only genuine Dodgers fan I ever really knew. And he was yeah. a very shady man. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. A lot of them are. It's not, like, uncommon. Yes. For those guys. That's why there's no tailgating at Dodgers games, because there's gangs. The right. First, first, like, year I moved to L.A., I went to a Dodgers game, like, a month 
into living here. And I went, it was a Phillies game, and I was like, yeah, I'll meet up with some Phillies fans, a little drink. Then there Have was a great no, time, right? There was no tailgating. And I, I just asked some guy that I scalped tickets from. Scalping was still here, which is great. So I was like, I'll just scalp tickets because I didn't have tickets. And I was like, there's no tailgating here. He's like, no, no, it's illegal because of all the gang the gang activity. And I was like, oh. Are you serious? Yeah, you oh, can't do so it. That's so sad. Yeah, because people just like, get out of if, hand and like, we'll start shooting. What if you're like a little kid that grew, is growing up in L.A. and just like loves baseball like, and you can't even like just go to a game, right? Like That sucks. Yeah, it's not like the security since that guy from San Francisco got like paralyzed at the game. Yes. Oh my God. The security's crazy there. Like it's safe now, but there's still no like partying. If you want to go to a good stadium around here, it's Angel Stadium. It's like the nicest people in the world. Oh, yeah. And they have Mike Trout. So that's like probably a big, yeah. big fan base. Yeah. It's like a beautiful stadium. Even the guys that are like, you know, telling you to like where to park your car like you know with the flag like move this way or awesome you know they're just like hey you picked a good night for a ball game and how oh, that's and, cool yeah i was there the last game i think i was at it was like angels astros and i bought a beer and they asked for my id and they're like uh my buddy mike was with me from philadelphia and he they checked his id he's like oh philly's fan ha ha welcome to angel stadium i hope you have a great time we're at we're that's awesome. they like you faggot yeah right like <laughs> we're gonna beat you now like anyway i'm just rambling but yeah um it's it's crazy the the dodgers fans there there really is none like a, a true fan base it's like yeah it's weird. such like a transient like like people like that's yeah. weird that's but crazy I, I think with uh the sports being canceled like i don't know about you but i'm gonna appreciate it so much more oh god back. Like, I, I, I long for that. Like, just watching a ball game will be, like, yes. Christmas morning to me now. Even just in the periphery of our lives, like, I just always have the Phillies on. I might be cleaning the bathroom two rooms oh, yeah. away, but yeah. just listening and running out if I hear the crack of the bat, seeing what's going on. The Sixers, like, I was trying to explain this to, like, a group of, like, female nurses I work with the other day because I'm kind of, like, a, a wild card. Like, not a lot of girls really, like, like a lot of girls like the Eagles now, I think, especially since yeah. they won the Super Bowl. It's kind of like a bandwagon thing, but not a lot of girls really like watching like Sixers basketball. No, and, like sit awesome there and watch do. and like know the players and get pissed off at JoJo and all this stuff. Yeah. So I'm like sitting there and I'm like, guys, this is ass. Like I want to sit in front of my TV and my Ben Simmons practice jersey, like blah, blah, blah. Like I'm going on and on and they're just looking at me like I have three heads. They're like, um so like it sucks we can't get our nails done like you know like and i'm like no like it sucks we can't watch the sixers like like what right. are we gonna do we're we gonna have a season and like nobody understood what i meant but thank god like well chris gets it like obviously all the dudes in my life get it like what are we gonna do like yeah, the sixers weren't doing awesome, great but they were playoff bound i feel like and the flyers oh, yeah. Yeah. like i'm not even a hockey fan and the flyers were really doing good that's heartbreaking like it is Oh, it's they so unfair. And, and, yeah, they just kind of gutted it. Yes. And, and you're like, this sucks. It's just horrible. Like, like Chris works at the Wells Fargo Center. It's one of his, it's one of like his projects because he's a project manager. And he said like everything just like, like to a screeching halt. Like they're doing all this like renovation. They have this whole new concourse. Like the stadium's really cool now. We also, we had gotten six or tickets for February or not February, April 4th. And like Billy was going to meet Franklin, like the mascot and like all this Aww. shit. Cause he's in like the Sixers kids club. And like, yeah. we were so pumped to go and like immediate cancellation. Like Chris said, like <sighs> everything crazy. just stopped on a dime, like this huge, you know, multi-million dollar projects. And it's like, this is freaking 
bananas. Like one of his shops is, is Penn. So that like the Penn oh. hospital is still going. That's why he's like yeah. really in dire straits right now because he's at home like doing this crazy serious work, like expediting these hospitals being built from the ground up. And then like our five-year-old's like screaming and throwing graham crackers at his head. Like, you know what I mean? Like I actually, right. I feel worse for Chris like at least on the front lines, like all right, maybe I'm gonna get sick. I might die. Like who knows? Probably not. But freaking Chris, like, is home with this like maniac kid and trying to like oh, crackers. coordinate. Like he's so stressed out when I get home. I immediately like take Billy and like take him to a location. Like that's Secure not location. in our condo. Like yeah, right? Because he's not bad, but he's just he's needy and yeah. he's constantly yelling out questions to Alexa. Like. What's like the smallest country in the world? Like, and Chris is like, shut up. Like, <laughs> Vatican City. Exactly. And he knew that. He knew that. He told me that today. I'm like, oh, that's, that's awesome. right. Yeah. It's so, tough too, when you're a kid and you're stuck inside like day after day. Yeah. Without, like, think... interaction. Like, it's, it's, it's got to be tough too for a kid, I would imagine. I think today, like, he just had finally had it because he just started like screaming like a banshee at any given moment. And I, like, I didn't feel well last night. I, I had a fever last night and I was actually getting a little worried because I felt like I was on the sun. Like, uh, like my skin was like burning hot to the touch. And I was like, oh my oh, God, no. like, I've, I've got the Roro. Like, I'm, I'm dying. You got the Rota. I got it. It's like, it's here. It's, 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 it's arrived. And I went out to my couch and I was laying there, like, try, like tossing and turning and taking my temperature. And I, didn't sleep all night like maybe i slept from like four to six like a.m and billy's like running around screaming so chris takes him into the other room he's like let mommy just take a nap like now i like i have two days off in a row i gotta get some rest and he just ear splitting screaming (laughs) out of nowhere like they were playing like a board game and 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 billy was cheating and chris was like furious that he was cheating which i said to chris later i'm like chris please in this time of quarantine let the five-year-old cheat like i guess yeah, chris right. is like chris is so like by the book he's like no son like you're cheating i'm gonna teach you a life story Wait, what board game is he cheating on <laughs> he was playing sorry which is the oh, worst classic. game in the world yeah it is a classic true but like i just hate it, it now that game. i have a five-year-old playing it but like i guess like when you hit like that little part of like the board that you can slide your oh, man yeah. Like, Chris would hit it, and Billy would be like, oh, no, you didn't, like, get to that space. Like, you can't slide. <laughs> but then he would get to the space and slide his little pawn, and Chris was like, no, Billy, like, you, you can't slide. Like, that's what they're fighting, like, cats and dogs out there. Billy's screaming. I keep getting startled. Like, my heart keeps stopping. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like, so then I said to Billy at, like, 6 o'clock, it was, like, getting dark, and it was, it's, like, 44 degrees here right now, pouring rain. I'm like, let's oh, go. Oh, wow. That's miserable. It's horrible. I'm like, all day. I'm like, let's get bundled up. We're going to the park, to the park like the one park that's open. Yeah, we're getting out. Billy's like, no, I don't want to. I want to play with my toys. And I'm like, get your suit on. Like, he's like, what suit? I'm like, your snowsuit. Like, we're going outside. We're going out. Billy's like, no, and runs away. But I, I was literally ready yeah. to just put him in like a freaking snowsuit and take him like away from this house. And like, yeah, just to evacuate, like get him outside yeah like it's it's just horrible and it's not it's like every day isn't like that maybe for chris because yeah. i'm not here but he just like ear spit ear splitting screaming and at one point i like cornered him in his room like an animal because he's he's tall and he's big he's like chris so he can kind of take me now which is scary because he's only five like he'll like oh, like wow. bob and weave and then he like runs between my legs real quick and i'm like god damn it i can't catch him like he's tough and he's strong and he's fast yeah, so i kind of like cornered him like an animal and i'm like billy if you don't stop, like you're going to jail. 
And he's like, what? And I'm like, I'm taking you to my jail. <laughs> like, go like to you're going to wear That's a striped a good... suit and you're going to have to eat bugs. Like, I just started yelling, like, random shit. Like, you're going to have to eat bugs and, like, lay on the floor and blah, blah, blah. And he starts bawling. Like, and I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, but still, that's a good like, that's I'm, a good tool to use. Like, uh, you're going to the jail. Like, that would scare me if my mother was like, "I'll take you to the jail." It's like, oh, I, I don't want that. Right? Like, he started getting really scared and upset. And I'm like, "There's there's other kids there that have been being bad during the quarantine, and you're going to be one of them." Bubba. And he was like, "How many kids?" I was like, 50. And I'm like, "Come on, we're going to the jail." And I like pretended to like walk him to the door, and like he was screaming in fear. Like, and I'm just like, "What the fuck?" Like. Not keep going on. Like, I'm going to traumatize this kid telling him he's going to jail. Like, it used to be, I mean, I've gotten really rough. Like, it used to just be like, all right, I'm going to call like the policeman and you're going to be in trouble. And like, he'd stop. Now I'm like full on like pretending to put him in the car to take him to jail. <laughs> yeah. Pretty soon it's going to escalate to like you drive up there and like one of your like guard friends is just like, we're ready to take him in. Like, that's like the final. That's like. That's like the final stretch of it where then he like really buckles down. That's crazy though. What park do you guys go to? What's the like? Do you remember? It... I don't know if you know this because it's down. I know you're a Jude kid, not like a Gretty kid, but it's down um, our ways in Talmanson. It's called Fisher's Park. And there's like a lake yeah, with it, yeah. geese. It's pretty nice. There's like running trails and a couple playgrounds, which are now covered in caution tape. The kids can't go on them, yeah. but you can still walk the trails, which I, um, they shut down Peace Valley. Like, I went really? to Peace. Yup, I went to Peace Valley last Friday, and I ran eight miles, and it was crowded. Wow! And it was like because I was training for Broad Street, which they also pushed back six months, which is sad because oh, I was me and Chris were both got into Broad Street. We like beat the lottery system, got in, and then they pushed it back to October. But I'm still training because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to just be now like, oh, well, I'm going to be a fat slug again. Like I'm going to keep trying to like run and do the right things. So I went to Peace Valley. I ran my eight miles. It was crowded. Damn. Like the next day, they like they like put chains up and you couldn't go. You can't even. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, they like barricade the, the entrances. Yeah. Yep. That sucks. I know. That's I used horrible. to love Peace Valley Park. My parents still go there. Or I guess they did because uh, they live right near there. But that was a yeah. great park, man. We used to take girls up there like at night because there was always that like one parking lot that wasn't really related to the park. You could drive back. Yes. Like this shady parking lot. But you're like. When you're like 16, you're like, yeah, no one's going to find me here. <laughs> right. <laughs> I went there one time. I mean, I've never like, been there, but I, I, this, I could imagine. I, I could imagine. I went there once with this girl. We were like making out whatever. And then I hear, Clark, Clark. And I was like, shit, there's another car here. It was my, it was Biscardi. No, I thought you were going to say it was John. <laughs> no, it was Biscardi with that girl's sister. No. And, and they were like, Allie, Susan, what are you doing here? And I'm like. Let's all just hang out then. It was like the weirdest thing. That's so funny. Like, what are the odds of that? You couldn't, like, script it. It was Oh, amazing. my God. That's so funny. I thought you were going to say it was, like, John or something, like, pulling up a Biscardi. That would cool. Equally as hilarious. Like, no, that oh, awesome. my God. God. He's like, hey. Uh, that's so, that sucks about the parks, though. Uh, like, where do you – like, it's that bad where the parks are closed down. From a medical standpoint. The, the parks aren't as dangerous, are they? If I don't they stay open. Like, what do you I, think? I, I don't, don't think so because I feel like any fresh air is good air. Like, there's there's empirical yeah. evidence with the Spanish flu, which well, the flu of 1918 because I called it the Spanish flu the other day and somebody got very offended. Oh, um, the flu of 1918. Yeah, I'm like, uh, you know what? The Spanish people brought it, so guess what? It's the Spanish flu. But um, so the flu of 1918. I'll be politically correct here. Um, they the there was like flu. empirical. <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn Mexican flu. Um, they had empirical evidence that like fresh air, like vitamin D, like some like very natural things really helped it. Like, and it helped reduce the fever just being outside and like breathing the fresh air, the sunlight, which, you know, provides oh. the vitamin D was really good for you. So like, I've been getting outside, like, and I, I'm not going to get within like, you know, fucking close talker, Jerry Seinfeld esque space with my neighbors, but hey, Jerry, if my neighbors like on their porch and I'm on, like, I'm going to talk, like, I'm going to, I'm going to yeah, talk yeah, to them course. a little bit. And like, my dad was freaking out because my dad had triple bypass in November and he oh. came through like a champ, which I, I honestly like Doyle Sound Hospital. I, I'm like, so in all of them, I'm trying to get a job there now. Is that where your mom worked? Did she work uh, at Doylestown? She worked at Doylestown Manor. It was a nursing home. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of then. I knew there was some Doylestown connection with your but mom. But Doylestown Hospital is good. I've always heard good things about that. My aunt worked there for a while. It was like, she said it was a great hospital. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, they saved my dad's life. Like, I really thought he was going down because he, he had like yeah. a 99% blockage. And, and he's diabetic, yeah. so he's like, he's scared. And like, my mom's scared. And, you know, yeah. they're like literally doing exactly what they're supposed to do. And apparently they were sitting in their garage, like on folding chairs the other day, like just getting some like light and sunshine. And their neighbor, their neighbor came up and, and I guess they kind of were like, oh, like, <laughs> Jim, like, don't get too close. <laughs> right. Like the way they're talking, like I'm, I'm waiting to hear that. Like my dad, like, you know, put his rifle on his shoulder. They're like, yeah, he, Jim started coming up the driveway at like a rapid clip. And, and we were like, Jim, like, don't get too close. You know, like we're, we're immunocompromised. And, and Jim just kept coming and talking and, Shoot and him. my dad's like, yeah, he was within like three feet of me and like, just kept talking away. And like, I didn't know what to do. So, so mom went in the house and like faked a phone call and like, <laughs> you know, said, called out like Lou, your brother's on the phone. You have to immediately come in the house. And like, I ran in and then we shut the garage on Jim and like Jim had to go home. Blah, blah. And I'm like, dad, I'm like, and he, he was like literally panicked, which is where I like get annoyed with the yeah. media and like the sensationalism. I'm like, dad, I you've literally not seen anyone. Like it was your birthday and I came over and you made me talk to you through the window, which I was completely fine with. I get it. Like, you know, I had to talk That's to you funny. through like a glass window, like Jim being three feet in front of you. That is also, he's your age. He's like 70 years old. He's down the street with his wife locked in, you know, being three feet of you outside at your garage, right. like. I really think you're going to be okay. Like I do. Right. And, and and God rest my soul if he gets sick or something, but I'm like, no. you're doing it like, like at some point, I mean, wh where does it end? Like my dad was literally like, like scared for his life. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like you're going to no, be okay. Did... Yeah. He's going to be okay. And I, I don't blame them for feeling that way because the news sensationalizes this. And yes, they do need to put out, a message from CDC and the president, everything that says like, this is serious. You need to stay inside. You really do. Sure. But it's a different kind of news reporting than like, even after we had after nine 11, I don't remember after nine 11 reading news stories that were just like how this is going to get a lot worse for you. 20 ways. Things will never be the same. It's like, dude, you're just scaring people for clicks. Right. At this point. The news is so bad. Yes. With this shit. Like, it, they're, they're to blame for half of it, I think. You're right. It's so sensationalized and it's so scary. And it's not like I've stopped. Like, I was constantly like on 6ABC, like the local, you yeah. know, how many more cases are there? How many people died? What are their that ages? Action like, news? yes, the action news site, like constantly. Like, and then, like, I made a pact to myself. Like, I checked, like, because in the prison, we can't have any media. Like, there's no media. So it's kind of weird, like, but kind of cool. I used to love it before this was all going on. Roll in at 6 a.m., phone yeah. in a locker, 2.30 p.m. If you're lucky, it's usually often later because you get tied up with shit. 
creep back up out of like the realm, grab your phone, and then you can like catch up. So it's like eight hours, uh -huh. eight and a half hours or 12, whatever you're working of yeah. pure like non outside interference. And a lot of people, it drives crazy. They can't do it and they can't work there because they're like, I need to have my phone on me. I need to. And I'm like, this is it's fucking awesome. Yeah, Nobody can bother me. Like I'm not. Yeah. Like it's like the old days. So I love it. But now, like, as soon as I get to my locker, I'm like, oh, my God, what's the death toll? Like, what's the what's the yeah. new cases? And I, I've really gotten away from that in the past few days because I just start, like, getting really upset. I'm such an empath. Like, That's last night, system, like, though. it is, like, I think it's a good trade overall, but maybe not in a pandemic. Because, like, the other night, like, I was reading about, you know, this guy had to say goodbye. He was, like, you know, in his 60s, but his mother was in her 80s. He had to say goodbye to her over FaceTime. And he's, like... Uh. Like they interviewed him, he's crying and he's talking about how the nurse got FaceTime set up and that's all he had with his mother. And like, so you know, sad. that's just one of a million stories. And there's worse ones. There's ones where kids die or, you know, young nurses die. That Like there's worse ones than an 80 year old that's lived a full life dying. But just like that little glimpse into that man's life, like was just so heartbreaking. And, you know, I can't, that's I really can't sad. watch the news because I'll yeah. just... I'm bawling all day long and like, then I'm depressed and then I'm, I'm not even scared anymore. Now I'm sad. Like, and then I'm like, you know, yeah, like, it's depressing. like, how am I going to like, you know, if my COVID patient takes a turn for the worse, how am I going to like, you know, I'm, I'm adding like more stress to myself. Like I need to like make sure his family's aware and I need to like make sure there's some setup where they can like talk for three hours before the patient dies. And like, I can't like think like that. I got to just like, be in the moment because you, you worry about those things as a nurse do, you're like you're constantly like and i hate it too like i was i was saying this the one ceo that i'm friends with at work the other day is like how's it going with einstein and like he's someone like that i'm friends with and like can you know rabble rabble with and i'm like i'm really upset because i love being with my patients i'm with them the That's entire awesome. time like yeah. like i sit at the nurse's station a little bit with my friends that i because i love the girls i work with at einstein but most of the time they'll tell you too like i'm in a patient's room whether yeah. talking to their family or you know bullshitting about this making them laugh do this or that like i'm always with them probably they're annoyed they're probably like, get the fuck out so i can no sleep way, but like dude. i just love being like with them like i just you know this one guy he wanted a ginger ale like every five minutes and i like had a fresh one with a straw like i just love being with them i think it's like part That's of amazing. being a server too like like that waitress part of me like is never like gonna oh, go yeah. away like, and now like it. with these patients like you can't be like, and they get it. They don't want you in there. They don't want to get you sick. They feel guilty. They feel scared. But it's like, I hate being like stuck, like restricted from going in freely right. and it's being with like them. You're, you're like how you are. And that's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. Amazing. And it's tough to be like, you can't. Exactly. You like a robot. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's tough to do. And this is a new kind of, like, we're at war right now. I don't care what anybody says. Like, this is a type of war. Like, the country is all in this. We're all sacrificing to yes. defeat like one common enemy. Like this is very a lot of people that were alive during World War II have said this feels like World War II because yes. we're all like we're all sacrificing for and the rationing and to, yeah, yeah rationing and sacrificing and staying in. There's curfews and materials like before it was automobile bumpers weren't made. They were made out of wood during World War II, so we could use metal for tanks and planes. Now like Amazon's only accepting products that are medical like it's all hands on deck so it's a new kind of like way of life and to a lot of people myself included it's like very scary because the unknown of like where this is going to go we don't know right um, i do think we'll be okay we will get through this and things will bounce back there's no question about that this is not the end of the world 
But um, for the short term, like, it's fucking scary. And like you said, when you're distancing yourself from patients, like, I'm not a nurse, but I, I can imagine that's not easy to do because you're used yeah, to doing it's that. So, it's so like the antithesis of nursing. Like, you want to be with them and you're right. their link to everything else. Like, you're, you know, the doctor goes in the room and like, I'm a pain in the ass of the doctors, I think, because as soon as the doctor goes into the room, I'm like a freaking little shadow like i'm right behind i'm like i just want to oh, yeah. listen in i want to hear what you're telling them i want to hear their questions i'm you know i'm standing there like a freaking stalker because i want to like because i don't want the doctor to tell them something and then later the doctor's like i never said that shit they're not getting that x-ray or they're discharged but i didn't do the paperwork or it's not that the doctor would do that but we're even right. like the page like i just want to be there for everything you and know it. like, I'm, like yeah. I'm, a, I'm a freak i want to know everything and like be able to help them you can't like even That's do fair. that. You have to cluster care. You have to like only go in certain times and hope that your mask is still filtrating properly. And it's just, oh, it's a mess. Like I it's bet. so upsetting. So oh, I hate it, it, but it's, yeah, it's probably tough to do as well when you're, that's what you're used to. And you're like, I, I can't do this anymore. Let me keep reminding myself, like, this is how things are. I know. And like, I'm not like, this is going to sound silly, but like, I'm just like, like I saw the one CEO I'm friends with and like, we have the same curling iron. And the other day I saw her in the laundry room. I ran up and like, like, you know, like pull my arm, like, Hey, have you been using that curling iron you got for Christmas? And then I like quickly had to like jump off. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just touched you. Like, and she's like, I don't care, but it's the point. Like you're not even supposed yeah. to touch people. Like I will hug my Crazy. patients. Like I'm constantly trying to help them reposition with pillows. And like, you can't even get that near them. You're not even supposed to like do that Crazy. for them. Like, it's so sad. Like even my son, like I come home and he's ready to like jump in my arms and I'm like, you know, I have like the matrix. I'm like, Ugh, no, stay away until like I get these like scrubs off, like, and throw them in a hot boiling washer. Like, and then I get in like a scalding shower and like rub the top layer of my skin off. Now you can maybe like yeah. come in for like an awkward hug. Like it's, oh, it's so horrible. I hate it's it. So like, yeah. It's, do, you, uh... do you think people are going to be better for this when it's all over in the sense that like, most people like we were talking about sports games and stuff. Most people like appreciate. Yes. Life definitely. More, be, like, not be assholes as much. Like this definitely. Is, like, this is the next generation's like nine eleven. It, it is. I think you're apps. That's such a good. Wow. I I hadn't thought about it that way, but you are so right. You're so right. This is your you think so? yeah. Definitely. Like, definitely. Like, kids like your son and people the generation after us. That anybody born after 9-11, this is like their 9-11. They're, You're right. They're going to tell their kids, like, I remember during the coronavirus outbreak, like how yes. things were. Yeah, you're so right. I think you're absolutely right because this is like just such a different way of life. Like there, we don't know what's coming next, just like 9-11. Like it's bizarre. Like it's scary. Yeah, it's and scary. you're right. And I, I know my pe like, I mean – just the just the stupid shit I used to, and it's not like I do it a lot. Like, like it was like a random Monday, like two weeks ago, and I'm like, this is bullshit. I want to go to the movies. <laughs> Chris is like, you haven't gone to the movies in 15 years, homie. Like, yeah, what do you, you mean? Want you want to? Because you can't do it. Because you can't do it. Exactly. Wait like, too. It's like what the hell? Like it's a Wednesday night. Like maybe I want to go out for a steak dinner. And Chris is like, the fuck you do? You're gonna be asleep by eight o'clock and eating like, you know, potato right. chips on the couch. Like, and I'm like, well, it's just cause yeah. I can't like, now it's going to be like, wow. Like if I get that urge, like I'm doing it. <laughs> cause there was a time. Anyway. I couldn't. Yeah. I, I'm like you, I, I wouldn't like after work, like it, it, during the week, at least I would never go out. It's not like I'm going to, if I don't want to fight traffic and go somewhere and spend money, it's just like, I don't want to do it. Right. But now it's just like, Oh, I wish, Bryce is Bryce is like one of my good friends. I wish because he works at this bar, so like drinks are free. It's always a great time. 
I'm like, I wish Bryce's bar was open. I would go. The wife's like, it's Monday. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be doing that anyway. It's like, yeah, but maybe I wanted to go to like a game downtown tonight. She's like, you don't, you never do that. You've been there like twice. So I was like, but I want to do it now. Right? It like makes you think and like appreciate things. That's what I was I'm like today. I'm like, I'm filling our social calendar. We're like going here to this brewery with these friends. We're going to the beat. We're, and Chris is like, chill. Like, that's not going to be. And I'm like, but it, a little bit, it's going to be like that, at least for a little while. Like, I'm going to try to save her life. Like, not yeah. like worry about like, oh, this costs this much money. Yeah. Not that I'm like, you know, super like, I'm kind of like that now, let's be honest. But like, I, I do like live, but you know, yeah. Oh, I can't go out on, you know, I got to be up at like 4.30 in the morning and it's it's 4.30 p.m. now. So I can't possibly have like a beer with a friend because I have to work out and do yard work and this and that. Like, I don't want to be like that anymore. Like, I'm I'm too much of like an old head in, in a 36-year-old's mind. You know what I mean? Like, I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. be fun and have fun again. And when that, when that happens, it's going to be like 100 times better. You just got to yeah. appreciate it so much more. I know. I can't. Uh, it's just. It's just. I feel like. Are we gonna come out like like with a sense of paranoia though? Like, is everybody gonna kind of be like tiptoeing yeah. around? Like, is does I that wonder. person still have the virus? Like, or I are we just gonna be that. so like star crazy? We're just gonna run out and act crazy. One thing I hope happens with this is that a lot of employers realize they can work from home. Yeah, like, that'll happen more. That will like cut down on traffic, and like my whole office. We 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 have a you know a rented office building. Uh, everyone's been working from home. It's, there has been any problems. It's been seamless. I hope like people realize like yo we don't need to spend like seventy five hundred dollars a month on rent. We can all work remotely, and that will give people a chance to like work remotely more, not like clog up the roads. At least in L A. So yes. much traffic. Like there's no traffic anymore. I hope when this is over, more people will be. Able to, We'll have the option to like work from home and like yeah, it's good for the environment. Cars. It's good yeah, for it's morale, good for I think. Like if you can just go to a dentist appointment at eight o'clock in the morning rather than you know never going like and I just use this because it's a topical example for me. I've never go to the dentist. Like I'm fine, my teeth are fine. Like I don't yeah. you know I'm Same not here. like freaking like a meth head or anything, but with like bad teeth. But I never go because the appointments are like always when I'm working. And like, yeah, I, I haven't been there in like six years. My teeth yeah. are fine. I have a beautiful smile. A beautiful like, yeah, like it's, a, like, it's fine. But then it's like, if something goes wrong, like, but like all those appointments, like I should probably go to a dermatologist. My mother had skin cancer. Like I'm half Irish. Oh. I have freckles. Like I'm never yeah. going to go because all the appointments are during the work day. Like if you could work from home and right. just, you know, run to a, a half hour appointment real quick, get it done and then continue working. Like that flexibility for people in this modern time is huge. Like, and Chris oh, yeah. has that, like he's able to work from home anyway, like even before this happened. And it's clutch. Like if Billy, you know, wakes up late and, and he has to take him to school instead of him going to before care, he can do it. If his, you know, his sons yeah. have something going on at Mount Carmel because his other kids go to Mount Carmel, he can like run and do the daddies with donuts thing or whatever, because he's working from home. Like that's, that's a lot of stuff you miss when you're constantly in an office building. Yeah. Oh, totally. hundred percent. That frees up stuff that you can like take care of business more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's more productive overall, I think, because when you are working from home, you have like a like a an in, an indebted feeling. Like I get to do this or that. I get to be in my pajamas. I get to be sitting on my porch. Like so, he's doing more. Like I, at least when I used to be a marketing person, I worked in an office. If I had like the, yeah, the privilege whaler. of working from home, yeah, remember that when I worked for Burger King. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> like at least I'd be like, all right, I'm getting a lot of like I'd be almost grateful for the opportunity and like want to prove that I was really working. So I think I'd be more productive at home. 
Most people are are studies have shown that, but most people businesses reported that people are more productive because they have like the resources there, they're in their comfort zone. It's yeah. And think about it, like the drive to work, getting up, already takes a lot out of you. True. Like, when you when you get By there, the time you get like, there. It's already been a fucking production. It was like it's like a road especially in LA, it's like a road trip. Oh, I bet. Oh you know, my God. Like, I spent an hour in the car. Why okay, let's work now. I'm not fresh anymore. Right. To where right. from home, you're like you're comfortable, things get done. Like yeah. working from home, I probably work half the time in actual hours, but get like I get everything done or twice as much done because it's just it's more you're not interrupted with bullshit. I believe like it's it. It's better. So I don't know. I hope some good stuff comes out of this. I think it will. What was I the cause of all this? An animal that somebody ate that they shouldn't have been eating, like a rat or a bat? I think it was a bat. It was like at like some like open air like market. Like they always have these like like in China apparently like apparently. they eat bats and rats and and all that kind of like like different stuff that we're not accustomed to. So I mean, it's not that far fetched. Like Ebola is from bats. Um, the H1M1 is from from pigs, the swine flu, the avian flu was part of SARS. Like it's it's they they that's like what the cross contamination is with this bacteria is from animals. Um, like Stop they're eating bats, please. right? Like we so, start I mean, with that. They're not attractive looking. They don't taste good. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean they eat bugs. Like they're disgusting. All they eat is mosquitoes. Like what could you possibly like be getting out of that? Like why don't you eat that? That's what I like. And and then someone was like, no, you know, well, not someone. Many people are like, that's not where it came from. It actually was around much longer and it was created in a lab and blah, blah, blah. I I tend to agree because these weird viruses, like, like they come, there's almost always like an animal, like a zoologic, you know, they're, they're called like a zoo, zoo type or whatever it is because there's an animal connection. Like there's some sort of reservoir, like, in an animal that you know i mean think of what bats eat mosquitoes too and mosquitoes yeah. bite people and they're full of blood and like uh they're just would you fucking eat gross like yeah it's like eating a rat or like a vermin or like like oh uh, like a snake I, I like why would you do that it's disgusting i would like to see because a lot of these viruses come out of china i yes. want like to see the chinese government cut down because they're communists they they, they have no problem censoring their people can we start cutting down on like eating rats i mean yes. i'm not singling out chinese people and it's not their fault and you shouldn't be mean to them because of this i get it but like a lot of these people in china these are facts i'm not just making this up they, they still think like rhino hordes are medicinal they'll, they'll they're pushing these species to endangered uh, or there are endangered to extinction and these like rats, like the government needs to step in and be like, yo, we're not doing the bat thing anymore. Like, yeah, you're, you're going to go to jail. You've caused a pandemic by yep. this, whether it was uh, intentional or not. We know it was an accident, but no, we're bats. What would we do in the U.S. if somebody was selling guns to kids? Uh, right. You know, what would we do? And they shot up a school. What would we do in the U.S. if uh, we were selling uh, black tar heroin that killed people? We make it illegal. Right. Like we, we we do that already. Can we do that with could Chinese? Can the Chinese government just do that? I don't know if yes. they are not, but like let's let's cut down on the bats. Like, right. Let's learn from this, and I don't know if that's happening. Like I feel like they should. I totally agree with you because it's like they they they're so obedient in some ways. Like they, they the, the government tells them you can have like 1.2 kids, and they do it. Like you know what I mean? Like they have like yeah. and they live in these small small like 
compartmentalized tiny places and they like, right. you know, if you think about the sheer mass of people there and like the crime rate isn't that bad, like they're very obedient and precise and smart and stuff. But yet then they do these like fucking wild card things it doesn't and make eat bats sense. and like stupid shit. You're right. So all the government would have to do is literally put up like, like a fucking eight and a half by 11 handwritten sign that says like no bats, like draw right. a at, and an X on it, and they would listen. So yeah, they would have Chinese to listen. government, like they're they're not like it's not like Americans. They're gonna be like, no, no I'm, I'm I want my bats. It's my Second Amendment. Like they're no. not gonna do that. They're gonna be like, okay, ever... we're not eating bats anymore, and that would be the end of coronavirus. Right. Like it's so, you're right. Just, dictatorship. Just do it. Just make them not yeah. eat weird things, and then we'll all be Facebook better off over there. They don't have the same rights as we do. That's not a good thing, but. It's easier but since you already have that it. hold, like fucking yeah, utilize like, it. Force it. <laughs> like it's just it's just so weird to me. And I'm not trying to sound racist or anything, but like the Chinese people are supposed to be like the smartest people in the world. And a lot of times they are, but they they have these like sex of people, like I said, that still things like rhino hordes cure this and they shark fin soup is considered yes. like this great thing there. And they kill all these sharks and they eat bats. These like just like I don't know, I feel like the government needs to step in and be like, yo, we created quite a mess here. Or somebody, yeah. some of these markets created a mess. Let's like stop this from happening again, right? And stop, stop traveling. Like stop, stop. Like like everybody that this all started because they all had to like go traveling around when they were sick. Like if you're sick, stay the hell home. Like you know, yeah, stop like around. stop zooming around on planes. Like I saw this <laughs> meme and it was like normal person with a fever and they were like laying in their bed watching Netflix and then it was like <laughs> coronavirus patient with a fever and it was like a Pokemon, like the, the boy in Pokemon <laughs> and Pikachu and they were like running across like the land and it's like, we will travel across the land. Like it was the funniest meme because it was very early on. Gotta, it was like I a month ago. That. That's so funny. Oh, it's, it's so, so great. Cool, I'll send though. it to you. But I'm like, yeah, like why the hell would you, oh, I, I just say it like a weird like vermin like or weird species of animal and now i feel horrible and now i'm gonna get on a plane and go cruise around the, like the world like what <laughs> like what the fuck man like it's so weird come it's on so bizarre you're These, killing like, us Lang Lang. like yeah. yeah it's just crazy i mean you saw the movie contagion right i did hold on can i pee for 30 seconds oh yeah, yeah take yeah, a yeah. short commercial break i'll be right back we'll sorry I'm, I'm holding it hold on i'll be right back you're listening to the underscore podcastle. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. All shows available for free on iTunes, Spotify, Roku, and Podbean. We got some good stuff on YouTube too. Uh, check out the store at kingmanproductions.net. Uh, officially licensed merchandise on there. We're talking about COVID 19, its gra grasp of the world right now. What's happening? Uh, a lot of information out there. I feel like the misinformation is starting to get called out more and more, which is good. Uh, I do recommend always checking reliable sources when researching what's happening. The coronavirus, check out the CDC's website. Check out uh, reputable news agencies. There's quite a problem with New York City, New York State, and home, Los Angeles, and other Sorry, metropolitan Clark. areas. So keep checking those out. Oh, yeah, I was just plugging the show and telling people to check out reputable news sources and, like, government websites like the CDC. I trust the CDC. Yes. Website. That's who I go to. Because, you know, what? There, there's a lot of jokes of, like, 
there's too much misinformation about people say, well, my friend heard this. But literally on Facebook last week, I read like five posts that were like, well, my friend's uncle said this. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So then I, I, I saw this meme today, and it was like one of the best memes ever. It was the CNN website newsroom. And then there was like some anchor, and the meme said, coming up next, we're going to have expert expertise from – you're going to hear from Karen from Facebook on what to do about the coronavirus. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. It's so true. It's so true. Everybody's like a pundit. Like, Always. And that's what, like, uh, yeah, you're right. Like, everybody's an armchair warrior. And, like, on stupid shit, fine. Like, yes. tell me your damn conspiracy theories, your tinfoil hats. But, like, on this, like, giant scientific pandemic, like, I don't want to hear your stupid, like, bullshit nonsense. Like, shut up. Like, this has right. to be evidence-based. And there is no evidence yet. Like, now they're starting. The FDA is, like, rolling out tests and stuff, which yeah. if they have a test... To my knowledge, it has to be some. I'm, I'm just, I'm just speculating here, but it has to be someone like the flu swab, especially if it's a rapid uh -huh. test. So they, they have to have some sort of scientific antigen of what it isn't, because that's what they put in the, in the test. Because like then if it, what it isn't, this is what it is. You know, kind of like the antigen thing. But um, so they're getting somewhere, and there's like 20 companies developing vaccines apparently, and so like. Like, that's what I kind of like about America, too, because this thing, yeah. like, hit Iran, it hit South Korea, it hit Italy, and, like, Italy dropped the ball. Their population's older. They're dying, like, like horrible amounts of deaths. They also South don't Korea quarantine. did good. Yeah, they don't they quarantine. They are, but they're, like, all singing in the streets and, like, drinking wine and singing. I know. And you're like, that's not quarantine. They're so bad. Like, like, oh, I know it's so horrible because they almost like can't help themselves. And I get that because I'm, I am Italian. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, but you're Absolutely. right. Like they're stupid too, because they're so used to like their culture of like Sunday dinner or Sunday breakfast, Sunday, like, you know, they're still having these gatherings, but like South Korea kind of did it right. Like they did quarantine they tested like crazy, like they've got it under control, but like America, like once it hit America, it was like, 20 companies are developing vaccines like the fda approved like the 45 minute swab the 15 minute swab like i feel like things have happened fast now that it's yes. like like it hit like america like in america doesn't take being hit like we're hitting right, back right. you know what i mean like yeah, like it cruised along it through these other countries and like it's you know it's been sad and like they've done like some quarantining measures and stuff and like have kind of gotten under control but like when it hit america it was like oh fuck now like, no, yeah, real now. States, like, you don't not, and like US. our economy, and like, no, like, like now all of a sudden, I think it's gonna like get stopped in its tracks, like, which there's is kind of like, snake. yeah, like you we're know, the world many... power, like, not right. to be like a goddamn redneck, like America, but like America, no, like, true, yeah, no, you don't mess with the United States, there's too much at stake, uh, most importantly, our lives, but then there's the economic aspect, there's the military, there's all yeah. the industry, like, there's just too much. The just, global repercussions, like if like if we go down, down, the world's going down. Like honestly, yeah, we're the superpower. You don't Us and China, us. but China's the fucking culprit here. So <laughs> yeah, right. They're responsible. Stop eating bats. I feel so bad because like cool. I'm not racist in the in the very least. Like I love all humans like almost not too me. much. Like that's why I work in a prison. But this freaking neighbor of mine, Chinese guy. I don't know, Asian guy. I don't even know if Beat he's Chinese. The shit out of it tonight. <laughs> I went to his house with a crowbar. No, I'm just kidding. He freaking drives around in this minivan, and for years he drives around with a mask. And I get so annoyed because I'm like, bro, you're oh, not yeah, fucking Beijing anymore. Like, get your shit off. You're freaking in America. You're in land sale. Get your shit off. 
he went cruising by. It was probably like two days after I went out with my friend and she kind of like opened my eyes to like, okay, you don't know shit about this. It seems like nobody knows shit about this. He went like creeping down the street, like la 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 in his like gray minivan, like totally masked up. And I was like, of course. Oh my God. And I literally like dove into a bush and was like, oh my God, like it's real. Like, and then I'm like, he's been wearing that mask for like seven years. Like but now, yeah, like I was like, oh my god, he knows something. An Asian is wearing a mask driving down the street. The shit yeah. is getting real. Yeah, like, no, it's real. He knows. He's responsive. He ate the bat. He's, the he's patient he, X. Like he is. He's, he's patient he's X. Zero. It's oh my funny god. you say that. I, I have a neighbor. It's just like this older Chinese couple. The guy has like a chronic cough. I don't know if he's sick, but he's always hacking up a lung for like years. But now, when you see him, you're just like, oh, fuck, dude, that's not, I would stay inside and, like, really, like, not be seen. Like, you're a, you're a target at this point. Right? It's like a like... witch hunt. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, it's like a witch hunt. I, the one girl that I, that we are, are pretty positive has the COVID in the jail, she's on, it's like different pods, and they all have letters. She's on N pod. And right next door, predictably, it's like a, like a, like a, a an area of cells, like an area of, so there's, they all have letters. So like A and B is the workers. Like they're the guys that can go out and work. They have like minimal sentences. I always work on Q pod, which is where they all first come in. Yeah. They're like the trustees, the workers. I work on Q pod where they're all coming in and they're all pissed off and fighting and detoxing. And for some reason I do really great down there because I'm crazy too. But awesome. right next to NPOD is PPOD, which is also girls. And the other day, the CEOs were like, Nurse Crotto, like, can you just go in there? They're saying the one girl's sick and she's trying to cover it up. Can you just go in and like assess her and make sure? I'm like, yeah, no problem. I go in, the girl comes down. She looks completely fine. I'm listening to her along. She's got no wheezing. She's not coughing, nothing. I said, what's going on? The other girls are all like milling around, you know, and like their long johns, like eating honey buns and, you know, doing prison shit, like, you know, fashioning shivs and like, you know, not really, but like wearing do rags yeah. and like, they're all like, Nurse Kate, like, she's lying, yo. Like, she's sick as shit, yo. And I'm like, why is she so? What do you mean? And the girl's like ready to cry. And she's oh, like, I'm no. not sick. She goes, I have fucking allergies. She goes, the air in here is terrible. I said, I have allergies in here. What do you mean? Like, so you're sniffling a little bit? These girls were ready to like fucking start a chain gang on her. Like they were ready. And they're like, they thought she's she lying. It. Yeah. They were like, it was like a witch hunt. So I'm like, listen up. <laughs> listen, all you. She's fine. I assessed her. She has no symptoms. I said, all of us could be a carrier at this point. You stop being mean to her. And it was so That's funny because awesome. the one girl's like, you know, hunt. like total, like 300 pound black girl. She's like, I'm calling my lawyer, Nurse Kate. Like, you you corrupt. Like, you hiding shit from me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. No, I'm not. So then this other girl, who's kind of, like, also, like, a leader, she looks at me. I look at her. And I'm like, you know what? Leader. Like, she, like, knows me because, like, I don't really deal with the women. But when I do, like, I remember them. I, you know, if they have a complaint, I help them. Nobody wants to deal with the women in, in the prison, which, much like life, they're huge complainers. And they're pains in the ass. But if I actually oh, have really? to work with them, like, I'll help them. I listen yeah. to them. Like, I'm, I don't coddle them. They want to be coddled. I don't do it. Like, but I'll help them. So they, they kind of respect yeah. me back. We kind of have like a mutual, like, hatred and that's respect awesome. for each yeah, other. That's good. So the one that guide me up, I eyed her back up and her name's Fanny. And I looked at her and I'm like, Fanny, have I ever steered you wrong? <laughs> and she's like, no. I'm like, that's right. I'm like, so you tell everyone. Nurse Kate said, stop acting the fool. 
this girl is fine. Stop being rude. And she's like, all right, fine. I will. Really? <laughs> she's like, like, yeah. She's like, listen. And, and like, there were like, it was, wow. that was Thursday. And like Friday, there was no problems from Peapod. Nobody was Dude, like giving this awesome. girl shit. And I was kind of like, yeah, like what up? Like who's the real sheriff in this town? <laughs> like, you're, you're an asset. That's awesome. <laughs> But it was funny because they were being so mean to her. And, like, the girl literally had seasonal allergies. She was fine. Like, no history of asthma. Like, no respiratory things whatsoever. Like, yeah. the air in there is shitty. It's moldy. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it was so annoying because I'm like, this is the kind of crap, you know, that, that is yeah. fueling these problems. Like, you know, it's that's tough. not right. I have seasonal allergies. I have them bad right now. And I've been inside and I have pets. No matter how much I clean, I'm going to get allergies. So, like, I'll go out to get like beer or something and they're like are you sick i was like oh, i have allergies dude and they're still treating me like i'm some kind of, i'm like just let's just get through this transaction yeah like i'm not a pariah like stop it i got mad at the one guy because i was like i have the showering <laughs> shower like every three <laughs> days so like on the second day because i'm just where i'm just at home i'm not dirty i'm just not like showering right right you're not so exposed to the elements like, i'm showering every two days so i went in there the one day the guy's like did you just wake up and I'm like, is that very nice? Do I look at you and say, are you so and so the jack off? Like, ring me up. You're working at your. I hope you get. I hope you get COVID. You know? It was only this guy. I can't believe you like, said that. I already don't like this guy. And like, I know his boss, and I'm friends with his boss, and I know his boss doesn't like him, so I know I'm not gonna get like repercussion because I'm his. I'm the, I'm the customer. So I was like, is that very nice? Do I say, hey, it's so and so the jack off behind the counter? Just ring me up. And he's just like, oh no, I'm oh, just saying. Oh my god. I it's can't a, I believe like, I, I would never really say that, but I'm already like kind of depressed and stressed about this whole situation. So I'm kind of on edge. Right. So when he said, did you just wake up? I'm just like, is that very nice? <laughs> like, say, hey, yeah, are you so so the jack off? Just so I was like, I'm like, all right, just check yourself, Matthew. But like, I, I just feel like everyone's a little tense right now. Yes. So, like, it's a nice tense it. time. That's so funny that you say that because, like I said, I work on the intake block where these, it's usually, there's only 70 some guys now, like 70 to 90. There's usually 200 militant, newly arrested prisoners. Oh, wow. And like, they're all detoxing and I just roll down and like, take care of business. I love it. Nobody wants to go down there. They hate it. It's the worst pod. Like, there's always like yeah, fights and rumbles and you can't get shit done half the time and they're all needy. They're all babies. But I just, I don't know why. I just like it. But I always say like, what you just said, like they'll come slinking in, coming off fentanyl, whatever. And I'm like, oh, nice of you to join me. Did you just wake up at nine o'clock in the morning? Like, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, I feel so bad. Like, it's kind of funny because it's a prisoner. Yeah. Like, I'll say that yeah. shit. Like, well, well, well. Like, look what the cat dragged in. Like, you know, and they're all like disgruntled. Like, would you comb your right. hair with a cinnamon bun? Like, you know, like, and now well, I'm thinking well, of well. you like, going to your local bodega and somebody Right. also harassing you in that way well it's funny because <laughs> it's a liquor store i didn't go to a grocery store like they're dealing with the homeless that walk in off whatever money they begged for that day and buy like the cheapest vodka <laughs> they could get and i'm the one that you're you're criticizing like i'm me i'm the one that sticks out like the guy That's with so the great tooth and that smells like shit that has That's a in the gear. corner like he's cool right. But like That's... Clark, what did you just join us here? <laughs> to my defense, I didn't. I wasn't dirty, and my hair was a little messy. He's like, "Did you just wake up?" What, the, what kind of question is that? <laughs> I think it. I think it was three in the afternoon too. So yes, I just woke up at two thirty to come in and get my booze, so I get yeah. drunk and pass out again. What business is it of yours, sir? Oh my God, that's hilarious. I'm going to think of that now every time I harass them because I'll yeah, kind of do it to, to break the ice, like because they're already like militant. 
I'll be like, you know, and then sometimes like they literally just woke up and dragged them in. So their heart rate's like in the forties <laughs> and I'm like, did you just yeah, wake up? Well. Because it's like, okay, if you weren't sleeping, like I'm going to start CPR. Like, but then like, I kind of have to ask them. And then they'll be like, yeah, I just woke up. Like, what else would you do in jail? Like, of course I'm asleep. Like, and then they get like really offended and mad. Like, <laughs> of course, that's all I would do in jail is just sleep. I would just want to knock out all day. It's so funny because I don't know, like the dynamic, like I'm such a wise ass and I'm like, not that I'm not sympathetic, but like these guys yeah. come in and like, I've seen, like, I've worked there for a year now and I've seen some of them like six, seven times. Like they literally come in for a month, get out, start using oh, you know drugs the again, they're right back. So like, they'll be like, nurse Kate, like, I'm so sick, but I'm like, yeah, me too. Shut up. Like, you know, like I just like yeah, dog them too. like, and, but somehow like, it's the craziest thing. It works. Like they'll start like the most miserable, like maniac will start laughing and like, kind of like get over himself. Like, and then like, really? they'll come back. like the one guy, the one guy had two bullets in his back on Friday. Like I could see oh them God. on his spine and touch them and be like, Wait, still there's a bullet there. still in there. Lodge? still lodged and they didn't take wow. him out because they're so close to his spine it could like paralyze him and he comes oh. in he's, he's flipping shit on me because he takes percocet 30 on the streets which you're not getting in jail you're you just if you try to get a narcotic try again what it's not happening 30, 30 milligram yeah 30 milligram percocet so it's like that's, the heaviest that's really dose. Strong. yeah and like they always come in on on perk 30s and they'll be like yeah i need my perk 30s and i'm like yeah i need a million dollars fuck out of here you're in jail like you're not getting perk 30s would that so be the was... equivalent of drinking a bottle of like vodka in one sitting and coming in and being like i need my bottle of vodka and they're like you're getting a beer is that like a safe assumption yes I don't exactly because i can literally like... give them like ibuprofen like and now if they're like like we'll detox them off of that with like a tylenol three or something like for a couple days to get them like so they don't yeah. like you know die from not having it but you're not gonna have like good pain management in jail you're just not like you're not gonna have the 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 amenities that you're used to and right. he was like screaming at me that i was just a stupid nurse he wanted a doctor i said look buddy i understand about back pain i know it's tough like blah blah you don't understand about it i bet you don't have two slugs in your back blah blah and i'm like i don't you're absolutely right i'm telling you how it goes though like you're getting so furious with me be furious with yourself that like yeah this is you rehab. brought yourself in here you're clear like like you got shot up near temple and he's covered oh. in tattoos on his face and not that I like anything with that but like i'm like do you know who did it he goes oh, i know who did it i'm like are they in jail no snitches get stitched like he's clearly in a fucking gang yeah my temple chose this path like you should yeah like I'll, it's not that i i don't want you to be in pain but like if i'm offering you tylenol or ibuprofen and you're basically spitting on me because i'm just a piece of shit nurse to you yeah you know what get the fuck out like i don't have time for you i, I you know he yeah, actually be, came back flies with hoodie right be kind and like and maybe they'll help you yeah and like i always like even when they're having like a bad time because some of them are really mean at first and, I, and i'm still like polite with them but i don't put up with their shit and then like you know it like even the ones that like are so rude in the beginning we often have like like the funniest rapport then because then like i'll help them like you know detox and then often they'll get a job and then i'll see them wow. like in the hallways cleaning and they're like nurse Corrado, like aren't i doing better and i'm like good for you like tim like you're doing great now like i better not like see you like back here again like and then like we i'm like remember how you were when you first came in man you were a piece of shit and we all have like a good chuckle you know yeah yeah that's he's awesome. like yeah you like were such an ass to me but it, i needed that tough love like and it's good but like this guy actually yeah. came back yeah. and apologized and i don't think like that's i bitched amazing. 
I like sometimes I'll bitch the CEOs and be like, "Is fucking asshole," and then they'll like yell at them, and then they'll apologize. But often, like the CEOs are like, "Yeah, they're annoying to us too. Like, get over it. Like, they're not going out of their way to make them apologize." This guy like must have went and thought about it, realized, and then came back and like apologized. I was like, listen, I'm really sorry. I'm going through a lot. And I was like, hey, I'm sorry too. I know you're going through a lot, but like, I can't, the second you start saying you're going to sue me, I'm a piece of shit because I'm a nurse and not a doctor. Like, I got to shut it down. Like, I hope you understand. He's like, I do like, and and I ended up putting him on some, some ibuprofen and, you know, put an appointment for the doctor. And he was, he was very grateful and very humble. And it's like, that kind of shit sounds stupid, but Oh, when you're working important. in like the depths of a pr- like that like really goes a long way for like your psyche your feeling of fulfillment and like because that's like wow this is like someone you would never expect to be humble apologetic kind and they are it's grateful the right like yeah so it was cool like i don't know how i got down that path i apologize because that was just no, no, like i think awesome. like a story i wanted to tell <laughs> and no, i just no, weaseled please. it in there somehow like what coronavirus oh guess what this prisoner did the other day no <laughs> no no that, that's what we're here for like tell a hundred of them i think that's awesome that you do that i think that's the way it works i'm not i'm not in the, the prison the prison business but i i would imagine nobody wants to be there and it's because of yeah. some choice they made whether it's uh mental illness or they a just lot ended of up that. on the yeah, I'm sure they or they ended up on the wrong path and they just made bad decisions. But nobody wants to be there, and I don't believe that uh, when people go there, um, unless you're like a pedophile or something, I think you should all burn in hell. Yes, that's the I one. really do. I that's don't care that's what's really hard for me. Like I'll I'll always be professional and I'll do my job to the letter of the law with them. But like you're not joking around with me. You're not like I just I can't like. The one time I had a heart with that situation, I was working at Building 50 at Norristown State when I was a student, and this guy was a pedophile, and he was so sick, and it was because he had been abused. It was all he knew, and it was like how it is. Like, like it was so morbidly fascinating because you, I learned so much about like, like he knew no different, and he wasn't like that was just what he and like that's all he knows. It was so sick and disgusting, but like that was all he knew. So you you felt bad for him because at one point he was a victim, and you know yeah you have to break the cycle. You don't feel that bad. Like you you have to know, but he was so mentally ill. He was almost like a child in a in like a 50 year old man's body he was he had like a nonsensical way of talking and like would talk in like uh, a baby voice like he was so sick that you were almost like you that's and that's why he was in the mental hospital and not the jail because he was like oh. so like you but then like you have these ones this one guy came in recently he was some fucking weirdo he's like 60 years old and was like like harassing 14 year old girls like oh. He comes in, he's telling me he needs a special mattress, he needs this, he needs herbal tea, like, you know, like, literally where I'm, like, rolling on the floor laughing, like, ha, 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 I don't even drink herbal tea, I'm, at, like, not even in jail as a pedophile, like, you're not getting that, right, and he, yeah. like, I'm gonna drop a grievance, like, I'm very sick, blah, 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 and he, like, had such a weird way of rationalizing, and he goes, it's not my fault, I have perversions, I'm like, actually, it 100% actually, is, it is, like, your fault. you're the one that did it. Yeah, and he goes, I didn't hurt anybody. All I was doing was like texting, blah, blah. And I'm like, how do you, how can you decide you didn't hurt anyone? Like these 14 year old girls that you were texting and harassing are scrolled forever. 
they are probably yeah. scored forever. Like I had a soccer coach Absolutely. who was weird, didn't do anything to me, but was later arrested. And I like think about like our interactions all the time. Like when he would yes. give me a hug because I scored a goal, was it like something more sinister? I think about that all the time. Yeah. Like, and that was like, I wasn't That'll even a direct victim. Like, how dare you say you didn't hurt someone? Like th that's where I really get like, I can't do this. I can't do this. It's terrible. It absolutely is their fault. And that, that damage will last forever. They rob people of their precious innocence early. Yes. They'll deal with that their entire life. That they'll never so get break back. the cycle. And... Yeah. That's why there's, isn't there like a code in prisons? Where oh, like yeah. Even the murderers and stuff, they all like hate pedophiles. Like you're fucked yep. if you go to like the penitentiary, like they're going to kill you. Oh yeah, they're all in like protective Good. custody and like, and I say that all the time. I I would deal with a murderer a hundred times over before I deal with a pedophile, because murders this happen sometimes evil. in the heat of the moment or you yeah, know, I, like, right. and that's like irreversible and everything. But I almost feel like when you abuse a child, you may as well murder them sometimes because they have yeah. a lifelong of mental health problems and a lifelong like trauma history where they're more apt to use drugs. They they have a, a a high chance of becoming an offender themselves. Like, I mean, you, you, you ruin well someone's life. You might as well sometimes. I mean, I just don't know. And a lot of people go on to recover and stuff, but they, you, you kill their soul. You do. I mean, when you could do that to someone like, whereas like, I'd rather deal with a guy that shot his girlfriend in a drug fueled rage versus yeah. someone that, you know what I mean? Because it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird it's to say that, but more premeditated too. And like, you have to work under some kind of radar. Yes. It's not, yes. like, it's not like, it's hey, sinister. this guy got into a drunken fight, pulling a gun and shot. It could happen to anyone. It could happen to me or you. Right. Not that I'm, not that I'm getting into drunk fights with guns, but, like, you get in a fight, you get angry, you accidentally kill somebody. It could happen to anybody. But right. Like, the child, it's a crime you, of passion. You're, like, working under a radar for a long time. Like, yes. You, get, like, you know what you're doing is wrong. It's you truly evil. It's like, evil incarnate. Yeah, I hate. They're the worst. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's any help for those people. I really don't either. And like, luckily, like they'll, they'll not now, some of them will be they on be like removed. the intake spot, like for a little bit, like, like this, you know, I deal with them once in a while and I, and I deal with them to like the minimal extent I can deal with them. And I, and I hate them. And like, it's just, I don't hate them because I don't hate anyone, but it's, it's hard. Like that's where it's the real challenge. The random, like I got a DUI, I'm in here for child support. Even like, this is my fifth probation violation because i'm a clown i don't go to court and i smoke too much weed and piss dirty like i can deal with them because right could have been me when i was 22 years old you know what i mean like sure, I, me I too yeah and like even like the ones some some kids some people come in they're like 18 year old kids and it's like i can tell this kid doesn't have a mom or the mom is my age she's 36 or 34 or something and has yeah. an 18 year old son and she's a child herself because she's probably using drugs and those are the sure. ones that i want to like you know like Lord tell them like yeah and i'll tell them straight up i'll be like look at these old heads in here you don't want this to be your life buddy like you're an 18 year old kid and he's like i know i'm like what do you like to do i like to play basketball or i like to fix cars and i'll like sit there and try to tell them like you can do it let this be a blip on the radar get out and like those ones that i don't see again i'm, I'm hoping in some way I'm, i had helped them even a little bit because sure you have maybe someone never talked to them like that maybe they were just some number in the system in philly and you know it's just yeah so it really can be sure really, have. really fulfilling. Like, it's weird. And everyone's like, why do you like working in prison? What the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm no, like, because it can, weird. it can like go, it can help. And like, it's not, it's not like scary to me. They're all people to me. Like, and I, I want to help them. You're doing God's work, man. That's a, you got a great heart. Thank that's, you. That's amazing. It really is. It's not easy to do. 
It's my friend, my friend reached out to me today and he's like, yo, can you get me a job at Einstein? He just became a nurse. And he's like, I kind of have like an interest in psych. I'm thinking about going to Norristown because we have a lot of crossover with Norristown, like either they're in prison or Norristown or both, or there's a lot of, there's oh. a lot of crossover. So I was like, listen, no pressure whatsoever. I'm like, but have you ever thought about working in the prison? You know, you have this interest in psych and emergency care. That's a lot of what we do. And yeah. He was like, you know, I, I haven't thought about it. I said, come in one day and just shadow with me because I never would have thought I would have done it. I literally took the job so I could go to day shift from night shift. And it's been life changing. And he was like, you know what? I think I will. Like, and he and he's gonna he's an awesome person. He's actually like on his way to get his nurse practitioner already. Oh, that's awesome. Like he's a and he's a good guy. He went to like Guatemala to help them and stuff. And I just got so excited because I'm like, wow, if I can bring Josh in, like I brought my friend Paul in, he's really good with them. Like, maybe we can actually make like some sort of a difference here a little bit. Like even yeah, in a that's couple like what people's people lives. Should do. Yeah. Because so. that goes a long way too. They'll remember that like one good day they had with you that you set them straight. They'll think about that. They'll act on that. They'll change their life around. They'll tell me that too. Like they'll, the ones that tell work, you that. Like, like I'll see them like, you know, I see them in the halls then because they're like working or cleaning or whatever they're doing. They'll be like, Nurse Kate, you're the only one who cared when I had a cough six months ago. And I'm like, what the fuck is he? I don't even remember that. Like, but he's like that, you know, just knowing someone cared like men along like men a lot like thanks buddy and i'm like oh no problem buddy like keep up the good work but i'm thinking like i like i don't even remember like that was just like you know five minutes in my you know hectic day and that like stuck with this guy like just thinking of that impact in life in general like you know just if that like if i could do something small for him and that like made this huge difference to like this hardened criminal that's had a rough life like how about like if I help someone with their group? Like, I don't know. I just feel like a ripple effect in a pond. Like, yeah, because really, when like people that. help me a little bit, like it really goes a long way. I still think of like, you know, nurses that made me want to be a nurse or, you know, my neighbors always do stuff for us. Like they live across the across the way in our condo, but they have a house in De Dewey Beach. So they're always there because they're older. But when they're home, oh, yeah. like they always put vegetables outside our door. They'll text me to make sure I'm doing like that's so huge. Like, and it only takes a couple minutes, but like those little things. And that's what I it think matters. we're really seeing it now. Really like, helps. It really does. Like it's, it's huge. And if more it people could, could do that, like, and it's, it's it, awkward sometimes, it like you don't always want to like reach out to like random people or strangers, yeah. but like it's, it's, you have to get out of your comfort zone, but it really makes a difference. I think it does. And it helps people go a long way. Even if it seems like something small at the time, you know, yeah. when, I was, when I was a kid, I, I saw a lot of like psychiatrists. I had a very warped, you know, parents divorced at an early age. Great childhood, no problems there, but like OCD, ADHD, depression, manic depression, I had all kinds of issues. And, you know, just things like psychiatrists would say to you at different times that made a difference or someone that reached out, like it really helped you. And you it think about that. It sticks with you, right? You stick with it. It sticks with you and you reflect on that. You're like, oh, thank God, like I didn't do what I wanted to do or that I listened and I like learn to let things go and stuff like that. And if you don't have anybody at any kind of support system, you know, you could be out of control. You could just want to like shoot up a school or do something crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's like an so animal instinct then like all you're really doing, you're not getting your psychological needs met. So you're right. really like, all you're worried about is like your feel good, like you're eating, drinking, feel good sensors. Like it's basic needs being met. So your you're going to act like an animal. Watching, <laughs> watching your six. Could you do you so the inmates can watch television, obviously. Yes. Do they have a choice of what they watch? Like can they watch Sixers games? No, like in well so like like in Cupod where I work, there's two like gigantic
gigantic sections. Like if you imagine like it's split down the middle and there's like a hundred on each side, say like when it's normally populated right now, it's like empty. Okay. Um, and then there's two like flat screen TVs on the walls. So like they'll put on like the Eagles game and everybody will be standing out like in the tier, like on the, like on the top tier, the bottom tier, like Place watching the game, like through the bars. Yeah. Like yelling, cheering. So they'll yeah. put on something general like that. Now, when, when they get to the, it's called the back jail. It's like the, like the part where like after they come in and they're going to be there for a while, there's only like 30 guys in a section. So they'll have a TV on the wall. And then I think there's a little more control with them because of, you know, 15 of them want to watch Jerry Springer. That's what's going to go on. Like, but it's all yeah. up to the CO. The CO gets to what's be like CO the master corrections officer. Oh, like, so he's, they, he's in charge. Of, like, he gets to like, put on like what they're going to watch. So yeah. you need to kiss his ass if you want to watch something particular. Yes. Do you have yes, a great ass think. kisser? If I ended up in the click, well, first of all, I wouldn't make it. But if I did, <laughs> I'd be kissing all kinds of ass. Oh, I'd my God. Like, you look great today, sir. What can I do? Whatever. What are you here for? Whatever you tell me to do is what I'm going to do. Bedtime? No problem. It's I so fascinating because we say that all the time. We're like, if we ended up in here, what would we be like? I'm like, I think I would be like one of the workers. I would keep it cool. Yeah. And then like, you know, my friend's like, no, you wouldn't. You'd be fucking flipping out because you'd be like freaking out. You couldn't go outside. And, like you'd end up in like the psych works or bang your head against the wall. And like, we all like try to like differentiate like what, could, what type of inmate we'd be. <laughs> do, you, do you think they should let prisoners drink alcohol? Um... I don't. Like, I don't think they should because I think well, that's recipe for disaster. But couldn't that help some people if you're like, yeah, you could have one beer a day? Wouldn't that like calm the population down? I mean, it's not like they do that in nursing homes, which I was surprised. Like they'll let yes, like they if, do. like if someone's like a like a drinker, like they're gonna let them have like their nightly beer. And I remember being like, what? Like Thelma yep. has congestive heart failure and and you know neuropathy and diabetes. What do you mean they're letting her have like two beers a night? And then, but like honestly, because that's like better than not letting her have it. So I think there is something to be said for some sort of like medicate, like like for some for some reason, like in my not job, open bar. Not, not like, no, yo. no, like you're getting drunk, but like they don't let them, like they won't treat them for sleep in my jail, which to me is like, if I was running a jail, I would want everybody asleep at all times, yeah. resting, like getting the healthful sleep and also not fighting and being like maniacs, right. but they like won't treat them for that for some reason. But like, then they also let them go to like a weight room and like these guys are like fucking carved out of a rock after two months of just going to a weight room all day every day and it's like yeah. why are we letting them get all jacked and ripped like isn't that dangerous but then there's like like yeah, like the ones that are cheeseburgers and like making them like yeah like making them Milk like shakes. helpless like yeah so right. they can't hurt us right but then like some like the one ceo was explaining to me he goes yeah but like they're so calm because they're like getting all that like angst, you know, oh. angsty, antsy, like the ones that are like the biggest muscles and all are like the most well-behaved prisoners. So there's really? so many, like so many like fascinating, That's like fascinating. avenues of psychology you could wander down and think about. But like, yeah, I worked like, at, a, at a nursing home, there was this one resident that could have like one beer at night. Yes. And, like family paid for whatever. They gave him like an Amstel light like every night. <laughs> Yes. And I was, I always thought that was so weird, but it was like, no, like it helps them. I'm like, oh, I'm not judging. I would enjoy a beer every night if I was stuck in here. Right. But like, there's like an argument to that. Like, I'm, I'm not saying open bar, like, yo, Jimmy and like D block is going down and getting <laughs> fucking shit faced off Corona's. <laughs> but like, I, I, I don't know. I wonder like, what if you let prisoners smoke pot? Wouldn't that mellow everybody out? I know that'll right. never happen, but like pot to me is harmless.
It's so funny because they always ask for it. They'll be like, well, I'm on medical marijuana on the outside. Like, I have my card. Like, can I get some? And I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, here's my tree. Like, let me cut it off for you and, like, fucking pack it in your doobie. Like, are, no, you can't get weed in jail. Like, but they think they're going to. That you could smoke weed in if you have, like, like glaucoma or something? <laughs> not that I know of. I've yet to see one. Like, I mean, not that I, I've literally been in one. The one I work in, like, I act like I'm some, like, fucking master. No, no, prisons. That's, but I've never heard of one. Yeah. But who knows how the tide is turning? Like they'll get they'll get like really really freaking militants. They'll be like, I'm on medical marijuana. That's like one of my like like meds. Like it's you know like my like my freaking blood pressure med. And I'm like, no, like no, no, <laughs> um, not happening. no. it's not happening. You're not. But this I have that every day. Like and and I'm like, I don't care. We'll call my doctor. And I'm like, I. I I will, and I I can, but still not getting weed in jail, son. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, not happening. It's not part of the, game. <laughs> the, the taxpayers aren't paying for that. It's yeah, like a exactly. redemption, but they're like the taxpayers only see three things when it comes to money for prisons: more guards, more bars, and more cells. That's when, right. And afraid trying to get books in there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever? The prisoners can watch movies, right? They can get when they get to the back jail. They can get a tablet. And they can listen to music. I think they can like, like message out on it, because that's one of like the favorite oh, pastimes like of the COs. Like the COs get to audit the messages, and they'll be like, ha, ha, ha. "Like this is retarded. Look at this," because they'll be like, because they have to audit them, like to make yeah, sure they're not get... like planning an escape or like planning right. to bring a weapon in or whatever. And the, like, I mean, honestly, it's so funny because the guys that come in all the time, they're like such losers. They come in and they're like on vacation. And their stupid girlfriends or wives or baby mamas or whatever are, yeah, like sending them like nudes and like sending them money and like letting them just love life. Like I'm telling you, if Chris went to jail, the end, end game, like we're done. Like you're not out here helping me with our kid and not working and all. There's no way. Now, if he got like, say he got dinged for a DUI and like he was stuck in there for three days and was helpless or something. Yeah, I'd probably like help him out and like give him, you know, money to make a call or something. Nice picture. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know but like these girls just said it like the, these idiots are back in you know the girls are on the outside fighting with the kids working yeah. and these idiots are like just just literally a liability they're just costing them money because they're not working supporting their family yeah, nothing not and they're like baby i love you like blah, blah, blah. like sending them all this money in jail so they can buy junk food and like Ugh. look at dirty pictures of them and it's like what the hell is wrong with you like like, yeah, what is this? And the guys are loving it. They're like, hey, like, Chris. Hey, like, Kevin. Like, I'm back. Like, they're loving life. They're, it's like they're on vacation. They're all dicking around really? with their friends. Like, yeah, because they're all, like, low, like, like small timers. Like, they know each other, like, from over the years. They're all, like, yucking it up at, like, playing really? cards. Like, 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 a, like a click going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they all know each other. They know the CEOs, like, because they're always in there. And it's like, this is pathetic. Like, who's going to stop this cycle? Like, yeah. And why are you like kind of proud of that? You're yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll tell me too. I've been upstate. I've been in this jail for 15 years on and off. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, good for you. You just lost Dude. even more credibility with me. You're just, uh, what? what's your point? 
Yeah, so you're not so helping you're a, the situation. You're a punk, and now I'm going to be apt to listen to you less. Like, <laughs> do, the, do the guys that read, or the men or women, whoever the CO is that reads the messages, do they ever interact with the prisoner? They'll like they'll they'll tell them. I I don't even know if they tell them. They delete them a lot. Like they'll just delete them, and then they just like either the girl or the guy just never gets the message. But, but do I don't the, know if they tell them that they like intercepted the message. But do the prisoners know who they are? No. No, they okay. wouldn't know because it's like they all do it. And like, I think they might get like an alert, like your message was inter intercepted and not sent or something. Because you know what I would do if I was, in, again, I would never make it this far into the game. <laughs> but if I was it's sending like messages, I would just send fake messages about the guard. Like, yo, guard Falzone, which is the guard in Con Air, <laughs> which is where I pulled that name out of. Guard Falzone. <laughs> that was awfully specific. I'd be like, guard Falzone is awesome. Like when I get out of here, <laughs> like. I'm going to write a letter of thanks of how great they are. He should be getting paid more just so they're like, wow, this inmate's fucking awesome. He's like, how... like it in. <laughs> no, you have the exact mindset of most of them. Cause I think that's really okay. how they think it works. Like, but that yeah, is a good idea. No. You could, well, the best thing to do is be a snitch. So you just tell them like what all the other inmates are doing, the drugs and what the hell they're doing. And then I you'll... think they'd kill you though. If they found out they would, they would, Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to die. But some of the snitches are pretty big and like like they're known snitches and like nobody messes with them because they're just like big and scary. So I, well, I, well, we can wrap this up in a few minutes. I know we've been on for a while and it's late there. Um, but I wanted to ask you when they're in there, like what is the longest a person will be in that specific facility? In our spot, the longest is um... – it's like, I think like the longest someone's been in there is like 23 months. Like, cause you can get a, like a county sentence a long for, for like 11 to 23 months. And sometimes the judge will be nice and not make you go upstate for that kind of a sentence. But, um, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, but most people are like three months, like six months. Like it's but something you, stupid. Because after that they go to the state penitentiary. Yeah. They'll like that, go upstate to Greaterford. And that's where like the hard timers are. Yes. Yeah, that's like where the lifers are and like the two to five years, 10 years, 15 years. So when you see these repeat offenders, they're county people and like you see like people that come in multiple times is what yes. you're saying? Yeah, because they'll like violate probation. Oh, like, so they thing. get they'll, out. They like, won't go to court or they'll get picked up again like, you know, high on fentanyl in Kensington and, you know. It's it's stupid. It's a lot of it's stupid. Like they, I almost Crazy. think it should be natural selection. What do you because... be embarrassed to to keep going back? You'd be like, yo, I can't handle my shit. Here I am. Like I, I would be embarrassed. First One of all, would if think I got, if I got in trouble with the law, I would never break the law again. I'd be, I'd be so. I've always said to my that's wife, the idea, fun. Clark, because you're a normal person. That's the idea, Clark, Hardly. that we'd all be like Thank mortified you. and not ever want to do it again and be normal people. If but... I got one DUI, I would never drink a any kind of alcohol and drive ever again i'd be that afraid i'd be like this was terrible right this was a bad idea situation not this that i drink a... and drive anyway to where i'm drunk but i have had you know two to three beers and got me on the wheel which i'm fine but not with a breathalyzer i'm sure right but that would scare me shitless where i'm like we're never doing this again matthew this was dumb like <laughs> i had a buddy that had three duis and he's a great guy good job but bad decisions and i just said steve what the fuck is wrong with you dude yeah like what could you possibly be thinking like like there's so many ubers now like 
And uh, I don't know what it is. That's the thing. It's so easy not to drink and drive. It's not like the old days. Yes. Like, well, here I am. Like, if I don't do this, I'm not going home. Like, yeah, there's so many options now. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's no excuse for it. We have, we're at a, an hour 50. Do you want to wrap it up now? Sure. I think we had a great talk about the quarantine. Chris was like, what are you guys going to talk about on the show? I was like, well, it's just going to be me and Clark. Can't... What's that? He messaged me earlier. Yeah, said, thank you. My phone was frozen. Like like it was a fucking 1992 Dell like desktop computer. My my iPhone was uh, frozen. It's so old. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I was I was like working out and fighting with Billy. I'm like, can you message Clark and just ask if eight's okay? And he's like, Yeah, sure. He's like, Clark said he said, I hope you're well, homie. Ha ha ha. I'm like, all right, cool. So you got in yeah, touch with he's, him. He's good dude. Because I've met him like in the past. For, yes. I don't remember when, but I like know him from like a previous life through like yeah, Chad. with like Biscardi and Chad. Oh my god, yeah, he went to Chad. East, right? Yes, he went to East. Yep. Yeah, because I definitely Chad was, was his like a friend. Yeah, I, would, I, I definitely have met him at like parties when we were like teenagers. I think in the that's past. what he said too. Because he like as soon as he met me, and I was like, yeah, I'm on this radio show, and then like he started like kind of like knowing who John and Agnew and Dewitt and stuff, and then like we had like the, remember the Rogue Show. Classic. Like we had the, the Rogue Show, and then we had like the podcast and stuff. He was like, "I know those guys." He's like, "I know Matt. I know Klasinski. Nice. Is that one of them? Yeah, Cops yeah, yeah. or Claus or whatever." And then he's like, "And I know Biscardi. Like I know them." And I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Like, and he's like, "No, no. Like they're friends with." Ch and then you were doing like cooking with Ched, and I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit! Like that's Chris's friend. Like he's not just like trying to be cool and like know my friends. He like they were maybe his friends first. <laughs> <That's> awesome." <laughs> Chad's a great guy. He's a guy that's cleaning up. If not, you probably would have seen him around your facility soon. I know. I'm just waiting for it. Now I'm just kidding. Shout Dude, out, I Chad. <laughs> I, I love Chad. I, I, I talk to him all the time, so I can say this. But, like, cheers to him, dude. He's trying to, like, turn over a new leaf. Yes. That guy was huge. really scaring a lot of people for, like, a while. Like, I give yeah. all the credit to the world. Yeah, and like, like he can he can do it. He can do it. He's just got to be strong. Like anyone can do it that puts their mind to it. They really can. Amen. There's resources in place now too. There's not a stigma like there was 20 no. years ago. Even like, you know, yeah. everybody has problems. Like you know, you you can get help if you need it. It's out there. I, I hate hearing that all the time. Like there's nowhere to turn, and I need no. this needle in my like you don't. You really don't. And and people will care and help you. And yeah, you know. That is sad to think, too, like 20 years ago, it was like, well, you're probably going to lose your job and all this stuff. Now it's like you can get help anonymously, yep. and like get the resources you need. Where before it was like, well, it's going to ruin my life. I might as yeah. well keep doing it. I have to hide until I got caught. And yeah, there yeah. are resources. Like the one day I'll tell you this really quick story and then we can wrap up because I think you'll think it's interesting. Oh, like yeah, some yeah. of these, some of these younger dudes come in and they're just like, they just start yelling at me about all the things they want and what they need and they're hungry and they're thirsty and blah, blah. And like this kid came in, he was like 27 and he's, which isn't even that young especially, but he was like, I need Gatorade right now. And like, I will give them Gatorade, Gatorade. sometimes if they're detoxing, cause like the electrolytes, but if I don't have it, I don't have it. Like you're in prison, drink some fucking water and shut up. Like, yeah. he's like I need Gatorade right now. And I'm like, well, I don't have any, we don't like have any stocked and medical. Well, that's your job to give me Gatorade. So you need to give me, and I'm like, my job oh. is to make sure you don't die. And like, you're already not like, you know, winning any points on that front. So don't tell me like, cause I'll get like, like I'm like a peach, like I'm I'm really sweet until I get like pushed, and then I'm like a fucking maniac. Avocado. But no, 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 really, like, but like I just get like you know, don't don't tell me like 
you know, I'll be nice and nice and nice to a point, And then I'm like, you went too far. So I'm like, don't tell me what my, like, can I help you? Like, what are you, what are you storming in here yelling at me to give you things for? So I was venting about it to one of the CEOs on the other side of, of like the pod. And this other prisoner was like listening in because I was like taking his blood pressure or something. And he was like, you know, just so you know, like if he's from Kensington, like when they see people in scrubs, like that's their lifeline. Like, like that's volunteers and they're going to make sure they eat and drink and stay alive, yeah. blah, blah, because they're literally living on the streets and tents. And I was like, wow, I'm like, oh, my God, that's like such a different perspective. And thank you for saying that. Yeah. Like, I, I feel bad now. So when I saw the guy the next time, I'm like, hey, like, can I ask you a question? He's like, sure. I'm like, are you from Kensington? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I just, you know, I think we got off on the wrong foot. Like, I think, you know, your perception is that I'm a healthcare worker and I'm here to do this or that. My perception is like, we're, we are in prison and you're not going to get like things you're used to on the street. But I go through this whole thing with him and I'm like, yeah, like, you know, some, some ground was broken here. Like, I think we all learned something today. And he's like, fuck that. That's not what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking that I want some Gatorade because I'm thirsty. And and I didn't look at you because oh you're a healthcare worker. I just, I want some fucking Gatorade. Do you got any? Like, like no time. <laughs> like, I literally, was, like, went home and was, like, soul searching. I was like, wow, like, put myself in the shoes of, like, a heroin addict in the streets of Kensington. Like, <laughs> wow, like, we all, like, turned a new right. leaf that day. Like, and I went, and he's like, what? what are you talking about? I think that you're no, just give me some fucking Gatorade. Gatorade, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to put yourself in the shoes of like, well, this is where their mind is at this like Yes, this like juncture of their life. I'm like trying to be so empathetic and I'm like, you know, like I think I owe you an apology. Like I wasn't thinking of your struggle and like, you know, what your perception is, sir. Like and blah blah and he was like, Perception, what the fuck does that even mean? Give me some Gatorade, bitch. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want the blue kind, the blue flash or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I want some Riptide Rush, yo. Like, stop telling me your, like, thoughts on life. Like, <laughs> it was just funny because I was like, all right, no, no awesome. you're not getting any. Get out of here. Like, and I was yeah. so mad. Scram. Like, Damn it. Like, yeah, scram. Amp Hit the scram. bricks, bro. Like, get the fuck out. Hit the bricks. <laughs> awesome. oh, we got to do show. another show again soon. Yes. Thank God. I mean, I feel like I haven't been on in so long. So thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Oh, it's been a while. They're always the, our best shows. It's always fun. This is the this is good for the soul to like get, like get a lot of this out. So thank you. I really appreciate oh, yeah. it. We're, we're that's it's like therapy. It's I it really is. I need friends like more than ever now too because I'm just so oh. beaten down. So thank you so much. No, thank you for all the work you're doing right now. The world oh. needs you more than anybody, any other kind of profession. For real. Thank you. Thank you for all you're doing too. And, and the support, like everyone says that, but like, if we didn't have our friends and our family, like we would be lost. Like you guys are the wind beneath our wings because if we, uh, if we can't get out there and like, you know, have any sort of psyche, like my, my psyche is so messed up right now. Like even just small things, talking over FaceTime, having our radio show, it's huge. Like everybody's in this together. We really are. Well said. Touche. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Keep up the great work. Thanks for all you're doing. Thank this is you. This our show, everybody. Good night. Godspeed, and we will see you 